you're going to do it. Turn off your audio. So, okay, oh, officially, oh, we Sam. are Sam. live. Sam Turn down your audio. We are live. Oh, podcast we're live. Episode 43. Okay. By the way, you missed it. If you were listening to us 30 seconds ago, the team thinks we should get a, a egg white sponsorship egg for the podcast because I have my egg whites. And Every wine. morning. And wine. And wine. Uh, Danielle would love that. And one of these days on the podcast, we should do the podcast with a glass of wine and see how that goes. Ma- maybe it'll be more entertaining second half of it. What you don't know is I get drunk every time before I come to the We have the great Danielle DiMartino Booth here with us in Boca. And She's we have here. Adam Sosnick today. Adam, look at the camera and show off your glasses, please. Let them see that. <clears throat> that good look. Superman, a.k.a. Adam Sosnick. I, I, I see smart he is? I, got, I yeah. have Just to, like, that. step up my IQ to even sit next to Danielle, so I had to wear my glasses. <laughs> I forgot my pocket protector, but I did bring the visine Here for, at for the Danielle. mouth of the rats. Ooh, yes. That's Boca Raton. Yes, yeah, so, so, and so. Originally, it was ratones. It, originally, it was plural. Danielle, something tells me you want to bust out your... Venezuelan Spanish accent while you're here in South Florida. Chévere. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle's feeling the vibe. She's giving the besos to the people. By the way, I wish I wish there was an element of uh, a a camera on to see our conversation yesterday for the podcast prep because <laughs> that fun. was real podcast. That was a podcast. That that was was podcast. That's what I'm hoping Danielle brings today. <laughs> She I might have dropped the F bomb. I was unedited. I was no, totally unedited. No, no, it was great. Like, Adam, it's off camera. It's I said pretend. might have. No, might not, allegedly. Yeah, it, was, I, it could it, be speculation. It's a lot of fun. It, it's speculative. In it's plain fun. sight, yes. she was raised on a trading floor and she speaks like it. <laughs> Just like a sailor. Yes. Whoa, where'd that come from? So we got a lot of good topics today. We're going to find out what uh, 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 Danielle's thoughts are on the $1.9 trillion stimulus, stimulus package. And... Um, We'll talk about, uh, with all the pump of money into the economy, what's going to happen. Obviously, this last week, we found out about the wealth tax. Elizabeth Warren's going around saying if you have more than $50 million, every penny above a million, $50 million, you're going to pay $0.02, cents, and then above a billion, it's $0.05. Cents. And SPACs are now a $700 billion market. Lyft jumps as company marks best week for rides since the start of the pandemic. Tesla to launch full self-driving car with subscription within four months. That's pretty crazy to say within four months and... Well, they better hurry because everybody else is doing their business. Is everybody else is doing Everybody's it, Everybody's doing electric vehicles. Okay. Sorry. But okay. but self-driving electric vehicles? I mean, you're sitting like I would That's need next a, level. That is not a bad idea for a guy like me. I That's sit the best idea for, a for guy someone like, like me. Yeah. So then, by the way, we should probably switch. You should drive cars. I should probably not drive cars and take Ubers yeah. because you actually drive slow and you're very drive responsible. drive slow yeah. and safe. Yes. And you don't have to. You can, you can text and drive and do your Zooms. I've yeah. never seen somebody That's text, efficient. drive, Zoom. Conference calls, allegedly, that's my Just what Pat speculation. does. That's a lot of speculation. Don't this drive morning. on the sidewalks. That's, yes. that's dangerous, Patrick. <laughs> Google to stop selling targeted ads based on browsing history. So those cookies, those cookies may be going away. Uh, LVMH market cap, $320 billion, becoming the highest valued company in the European that's stock market. That's where your market. stimulus dollars are going, taxpayers. You think so? <laughs> to, to Louis? So they're Hello. killing it. Governor Abbott did something that Daniel DiMartino may not agree with, which we're going to have a nice banter mm. here mm. about that. Opening up fully 100% and says no more mandating masks to the point where 50 Cent is thinking about leaving California to a different place because 50 he, Cent leaves in California? New York. New it's York, a, okay. New York to, uh, because he's not happy about wearing a mask. Somebody yes. say premature emasculation. Ooh, well there you played. go. Okay, That's so we'll, we'll touch up on that. On words there, Target, Toyota, GM, Macy's, and Texas are going to keep wearing masks. Texas isn't the only state lifting COVID-19 restrictions. There's other 11 states, which we'll cover that as well. Mississippi. Yes, Mississippi was on that list as well. Brazil's oil industry shakeup could be devastating for its economy. I mean, I know you got some things to say about that. California is poised for $19 billion despite COVID-19 lockdown. Second former aide 
accuses Governor Cuomo of sexual harassment. By the way, I don't know if you saw him yesterday on TV, how he responded to that was pretty interesting. Chris Cuomo criticized for hypocrisy after he says he won't cover brother's controversy. I have th- some thoughts on that. Yep. And then Elizabeth Warren rips stock buybacks as nothing but paper manipulation. And then couple pop culture, Dr. Seuss, six books have been canceled. You got to get them off. They're not selling them. Yesterday, Please. the top eight selling books on Amazon were all Dr. Seuss. Eight for eight. You bought how many I of them? A couple eight hundred? Four eight. No, I bought eight for eight to support Dr. Seuss. Wow. Good so then you. we have Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen team up for a new podcast, which I believe will blow up. So having said that, Let's get into the stimulus. Let's get into the stimulus. And the reason why I want to get into the stimulus is because of a conversation I had with a realtor yesterday. Okay? So first, let me read off what we have. Obviously, American Rescue Plan, Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package. The $1.9 trillion stimulus package includes direct stimulus payments of $1,400 per person, extending unemployment, compensation, raising the minimum wage, continuing eviction and foreclosure moratoriums, and increasing the child tax credit while making it refundable. It provides funds for the state and local governments to help compensate for lost tax revenue money for schools from kindergartens through eighth grade to safely open, reopen amidst the pandemic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So $1.9 trillion. That's $4 trillion in the last two years, right? Uh, in the no, last 12 ho, ho, months. Ho, 6.1 when you add it all up. When you add it all Post-COVID. up. Post-COVID. Yeah, That's some are saying. Well, some are, where, where are we getting the six trillion? Because I know the the CARES Act was two trillion. This is potentially another two trillion. Nine hundred and six billion. That was what? January. That was uh, before Trump left left office. Mm-hmm. So that's fi- almost five trillion. Well, and then there was other you know expenditures still taking place. So say five to six trillion dollars. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not questioning it. I'm just like trying to see where Buddy, like, all these numbers th- are. This at. is yeah, this crazy. is and all of it pissed into the wind. By the way, none of it productive. Daniel, I saw an article saying the fact that uh, twenty to forty percent of the currency ever printed in the history of America was printed in the last 20, 20, uh, 12 months. Just like that. Just like that. And so, we just assume that the dollar is going to maintain its hegemony, that it's going to maintain its reserve currency status. We take it for granted because we've had it for 100 years. So what's going to happen? Because I hear two different schools of thought. And let me kind of give you both of them. Let me give you both of them. One is, you know, you got these, you know, P ratios that are just ridiculous. 1250 Tesla, okay? Uh, you got these Schiller P ratios today that are indicating that, you know, market's going to be facing 99th percentile. That's pretty scary to be there. You got interest rates went up a little bit, which is good to see that taking place a little bit. Went up, and I, you and I were kind of going seeing yep. if you want it, if you don't want it. But a guy yesterday in the real estate guy, I'm talking to this guy. He is the seller's real estate agent. Obviously, he's not representing me. He's and it rep- is a seller's market. It is a seller's market today in Florida, oh, yeah. and it's ridiculous. So he says, let me tell you why I need to buy this house and why this value of this land is going to double in the next three to five years. I said, tell me why. He says, because that $1.9 trillion they put into the economy, that's $4 trillion last 12 months. He says, inflation's going to the roof, and the value of things that cannot be duplicated is going to go to the roof, such as land, okay? So he's not selling hard structure, assets. hard assets. He's saying land. So, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about land, gold, baseball cards, all this other yep. stuff that's going to, Art. to the roof. Is this going to make the economy and Dow go to 40, 50, 60,000? Or is this eventually going to get America... Because it seems like we're on a run rate. I know this whole thing about 128 months that we had economic expansion, COVID disrupted it. We're back at it again. So if you take COVID out, it could have been 140-month economic expansion that we have. What is going to happen with all this money we're printing? A, we were going into recession anyways in 2020. The Federal Reserve needed an excuse to print money. You've never had a year where you have global trade, world trade, 
contract for a 12-month solid without the, econ- the global economy going into recession. That was 2019. We were headed there anyways. The Fed needed an excuse to bail out the bond market, and it got it with COVID. It needed a black swan event, and it got it. So that's the one thing that people need to understand is this was not the, – the slowdown that we had was not catalyzed by COVID. It wasn't. COVID was needed for the Fed to come in with their printing press, and the Fed got it. They needed the excuse. There was all this repo madness. Go, go back and look at the end of 2019 when the Fed was doing not QE because there were issues with overnight lending in America. I mean, this is all in the weeds and wonky, but it was happening that there was real disruption in the, in, in the overnight markets. And the Fed needed an excuse to start pumping huge amounts of money into the economy. And it got it. It got it with COVID. And that's why we are where we are today. Because of the printing press. But you cannot have sustained inflation with 19 million Americans collecting unemployment benefits. You can't. You can have a massive inflation scare, and that's going to benefit your your real estate. Not your real estate agent, but the seller's real estate agent. Mm -hmm. That's going to benefit them because it's a great narrative. It's fantastic, but it won't be sustained. Not until you get these people to work. Okay. So, So what does that mean, though? It won't be sustained. Okay, let's get him back to work. People eventually go back to work. You remember when Barack Obama said unemployment benefits six months? No, twelve months. No, twenty-four months. Well, this this new stimulus package <clears throat> pushes it out to September. Sure, but eventually people are going to go back to work. They're going to have to go back to work. And I know how? three and a half million people. You're saying fully lost, like permanent, permanent job losses. Right, three and a half at recessionary million. levels. Okay, but but what I'm saying to you is, like, look, if you and I go out there and keep raising debt, okay, mm-hmm. we keep getting credit cards. And we get more credit cards and more credit. That's what America is doing. We've and been doing it more for, cre- for years. Yeah, but but at this level, but how come a massive, ridiculous crash hasn't yet hit? What is the key indicator for that to be taking place? There's no replacement for the dollar. The euro is a joke. Italy's a mess. They never, after we had the global financial crisis in 2008, 2009, our banks were forced to clean up their balance sheets, get rid of the bad debts. That didn't happen in Europe. Japan's, sorry, goodbye. So there's no replacement for the dollar until China gets to be bigger. And because of COVID and how we've approached stimulus spending Mm -hmm. versus how China has approached stimulus spending, it was going to be 2030 that China was the largest economy in in the world. Now it's 2028. If their currency continues to appreciate versus the dollar, it'll be 2026, five years from now, that China is the bigger economy. And then we'll have a separate discussion about What's going to replace the dollar? And then your real estate agent, seller guy, he's going to be right then. Okay. My timeline is 2025. What's your timeline? For China? No, no. My timeline for the market to have a massive collapse, like we're going to feel the pain. I have 2025. What are you thinking? Once the recognition is out there that we're not going to be the global economic superpower, it's game over. That's going to take a few years to happen. Unpack game over. Yeah. What does it mean game over? We benefit because we can borrow at such mm-hmm. low cost because we're the, we're, the, we're the global reserve currency. So you have all of the liberals in Congress saying there's, it, it is a free lunch. We can borrow as much as we want, $1.9 trillion a day. We can have $5 trillion, $7 trillion deficits every year. There's never going to be consequences for the amount of debt we're taking on. And that works until it stops working. 
But you have people like Janet Yellen and Jerome Powell who I wouldn't. <laughs> so, like, I know you have strong feelings on Hashtag that. Hashtag J&J. So, but they're championing. Of course uh, they are. Uh, all this uh, We've had stimulus. 40 Why? years of falling interest rates. It's all they seem to think can possibly happen. But they're not studying history. They're not studying the fact that, that Great Britain lost the pound as British pound sterling lost its reserve currency status because Great Britain took on too much debt. So if, if you start to think that the rules don't apply after 100 years or so, mm. and that's, it's been 100 years. Let me follow up with that. Spe speaking of studying history, so we're familiar what happened 100 years ago. World War I, uh, uh -huh. Spanish flu, yep. roaring 20s, yep. rocking and rolling, prohibition, people are sneaking drinks, you know. Boom, 1929, I think it was October, was um, the start of the Great Depression. Right, which lasted all the way to the 1930s. So, speaking of history and history repeating itself, you're you're predicting 1928 potentially, 1925 potentially. Are 2025, we essentially? 2025. I'm sorry, 2025, 2028. Are we essentially saying that that's potentially what we're in line for? Is another Great Depression worse than certainly COVID? Or I'm the not so sure recession? that we have a whole decade in front of us of a I, this. This is not a repeat of the Roaring Twenties. Mm -hmm. If you look back at the price to earnings ratio. In December of 1920, it was 4.8. Okay. This is I'm, I'm going to make this really simple. Yeah. It was 4.8 in December of 1920. A hundred years later, in December of 2020, it was seven times that level. Mm -hmm. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. Stocks were seven times more expensive mm -hmm. coming into 2021 than they were going into 1921. Seven times more expensive. Okay. So you can't convince me that we're at the precipice of a roaring decade. For the, for the U.S. economy. What, what do you mean stocks are seven times more expensive? The price-to-earnings ratio, the Cape-Shiller that looks back over right. was 4.8 times earnings in December 1920. It was seven times that level in December so of, of 2020. Yeah, yeah. That make, yeah. That's, that's a concern. So, so, so for me, I trust math more than I trust enthusiasm. Well, then you trust what I just said, seven times That's more where expensive. I'm at. That's exactly where I'm at. I'm at the math side. I lean, I trust math, right? When it comes down to things like this, math is going to tell you what the future is going to look like. You just have to look at the right math, right? But but the part I think about is the following. So, you know, in World War One, when Germany had the debt that they had to pay off with the reparations, they, what they, they're like, dude, we don't have this kind of money to pay off. So they went quietly behind closed doors. And what do they do? They started printing money, printing money, printing right. money to pay off the debt. They paid it off, but hyperinflation took Germany to crazy levels. And then, boom, it took them a while to recover from it. Why are so many brilliant minds in finance so optimistic about the direction the economy is going? Why are they so optimistic? You got to talk your book. You're saying they're trying to sell a book? Is that, is that no, what you, you mean? No, you have to. Your <clears throat> book of business. You, you oh, have to. okay. I mean, it's their jobs to, to pump up the market. It's their jobs to keep people invested in the stock market. It's their jobs to say, for the long haul, you're always get, you're always going to get paid off. What's what's your level of trust for Jerome Powell and or Janet Yellen? Your level of trust. Uh, ten out of ten is they're the best. I love them. One is I wouldn't trust them. All right, like, so I'm going to send you a yes. copy of a book called Fed Up. Okay, what okay. you wrote. I'm and familiar it, with it's this. It's got Janet's words in it. Okay. Okay. What are you saying? But, but what is what, for what, the people which, that haven't read part? the book? She's a UC Berkeley educated labor economist who's in charge of the biggest economy in the world who doesn't understand the financial system like she should. And she is in a place where she can finally 
lay the groundwork hmm. to to policy in the United States not benefiting the top 1%, but benefiting everybody, which will ignite inflation like you've never seen. It's, Is, that's it's a the, bad thing? It's the idea of helicopter money. It's the idea of getting money directly to the people, as opposed to saying there'll be a trickle-down effect. If we make lending easier, if we make borrowing costs lower, then companies are going to borrow and spend and hire. That isn't, has not worked. Instead, they bought, bought back their shares. And $42 billion. You, You've seen the financialization of America, which is non-productive. It does not create jobs. So Janet Yellen is, is bitter that she was at the head of the Fed when this wealth effect, when wealth inequality was widening. If she, she has the power now to reopen the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 to allow for direct deposits to the people. There's no Wall Street in between. There's no intermediary. Mm -hmm. You're going to get money directly to the people. And you want inflation? You'll get inflation then. So, by the way, it was $25 billion that Berkshire Hathaway uh, bought back of their shares. but Because there's nothing you, to buy. It's, it's your map. It's too expensive. Yeah. So, well, it's also banking on yourself. Like, you know, we're, you know, we're well, going to you know a, where the value is. Yeah, you know where the value is. Yeah, I, I don't know. To, to me, uh, I... And that so, was the most so, so, disappointing letter Warren Buffett. I mean, he's 90. I get it. But he didn't, he didn't take a stand on anything controversial. It was a want one. Seriously. America's the best. Bet on America. Bet on America. You know, though. fixed he, income is this. You're Be coming out of the most income. controversial presidential election. Your murder rate's going through the roof. The, 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 the country's clearly in a crisis mode. And you say nothing about what the ills of the country when you have. What would you expect him to say? Like, what would you want he, to hear from him? A generation ago, he said that share buybacks were weapons of mass destruction. Excuse me, derivatives were weapons of mass destruction. And he derided share buybacks in his prior life because he was like, if, if, if you've got a bunch of people's money and you can't put it to work and, and make investments and grow their money, then what are, you, what are you doing in business? That was his attitude about share buybacks years ago. And he took a stand in saying that derivatives were weapons of mass destruction. He didn't say anything that was like, wow, controversial. Nothing. He was like, Apple's great. Well, no shit. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we all have it, right? Apple. But he didn't. It, it was very disappointing. What about um, Elizabeth Warren and her, her thoughts? Well, no, no. Let's stay okay, on this. Start, let's stay okay. on this. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to get away from this. Because this, to me, you know, when we're talking uh, uh, economy and maths, you're, so you're saying you're going to get what you're going to get, which is... Inflation, like you, you just you just said that before we went. But you have to have a crisis. You can't just willy nilly reopen the Federal Reserve Act. You have to have something happen to where there's Nomura, big bank out of Japan, said that every twenty cents of the dollar that's printed of stimulus goes into the economy. In other words, eighty percent doesn't. Mm. There's they, they were saying that the multiplier effect of stimulus spending is crashing. We know that 53% of the last stimulus bill was saved. So what good does it do to spend all of this money if it's not being injected into the economy, if it's not creating jobs? And that, I think, is where the Democrats are really, really missing the message because they say they want to do infrastructure spending. They say that there's another bill coming, but they're ramming this all through with reconciliation. Mm. There's not a single person in the GOP much... To say nothing of moderate Democrats who are on board with what, with what they're doing, so they're going to burn every damn bridge before they get to true stimulus spending that creates jobs. I mean, you could fall into a damn pothole in New York City if you're in a small car and be lost forever. There's bridges that are collapsing. 
and you've got high-speed railways in China that go zillions of miles an hour, and they're in the middle of constructing 30 airports and getting ready to eat the United States' lunch, and we can't even pass fiscal spending that creates jobs and repairs our infrastructure? I mean, FDR wrote the book. I'm no huge FDR fan, but it was a public-private partnership, and it created generations, plural, of productivity and job creation. And we're giving people money to not work? Whoa. Hashtag winning. At a 7% unemployment, though. At a 7% unemployment. We're not talking about at 11%, 10%. At 7% unemployment. We've had 7% many, many different times. We have. And it's not a bad level. It's 6.3. And that's all good and well. But that's because so many people have left the workforce. So that's your math. If if you've got people who've given up, that's why you have a 6.3% unemployment rate, but still 19 million Americans collecting unemployment benefits. And that's why you've got this stimulus spending is just to kind of we're going to have the best economic growth in America in 2021 since 1983. It'll be five, six percent GDP. We're going to have a blockbuster year. That's what they've been projecting. Six percent GDP. You you can't jam two trillion dollars into the economy and not expect GDP to grow. It's going to grow. Okay, so then it's not going to create jobs. So you're going to come out at the other end of it going, oh, God, we we need more stimulus spending and more yet and more yet. And so you're going to get the Stephanie. Keltons of the world so all you don't excited. think so you don't think this 1.9 is the last 1.9 we're doing the next two three years no so you think there's more 1.9s coming up well, at least a trillion dollar infrastructure bill right a trillion no 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 a, I'm a, talking a trillion doesn't even address I mean look there's 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 two three trillion dollars just to do the repairs just then, to do the repairs then, I'm not talking potential, about modernization I'm talking about repairs and then potential green energy bill right oh God help me. Well, let's not let's st- let's still stay on this because here's here's my thought. So, Dow's right now at what Th- thirty what thirty one. Okay, so let's say it's at thirty one. If it's gonna be a six percent GDP, and if if you don't think things are gonna turn around in the next you know three four years, say twenty twenty five twenty twenty six, when China, whose plan they came up with made in twenty twenty five, made in China twenty twenty five, their plan was to be the number one superpower by twenty twenty five. They're on track to be that by 2025, 2026. You know, where do you see Dow going the next 12, 24 months? Do you see it going to 40, 50, 60? You know, um, that that I don't do. do. Are you optimistic it's going to be going? I think that liquidity. The way it's going, it's going to go higher. I think we have a correction in front of us that we're in the midst of right now. And between the money printing that we have to come, the liquidity that's going to be injected in the economy, you could certainly see a correction and then another run up, another melt up. I, I, I see. I, I don't see this slowing down in the next couple of years. Well, you because said you don't gonna, see this happening. But that's just liquidity. You're just talking about you're, you're just you can't have a drought if it doesn't stop raining. And the, the Fed's going to keep printing money as long as we have license to do so, because we have King Dollar, which has been weaponized. It's actually a great analogy. Can't have a drought if it's keep raining. They're making it rain. They're making it rain. They're printing straight up. Money. They're you know they're, got they're at the Yellen club in, making it rain. You've got Janet Yellen in the house. I yeah. mean the 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 rainmaking is not going to stop. Economist. DJ Janet Yellen, Labor thicket, thicket, economist. making it rain. Even worse. I mean she would when when she was the chair of the Fed and she would go in front of Congress and do her testament and they would ask her about financial regulation. Her eyeballs would roll into the back of her head. She was so bored. I'm sorry, but Steve Mnuchin was a master at what he did. Hmm. And he You're underst- a Mnuchin fan. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a Mnuchin fan. I'm saying he understood his job and he understood the plumbing of the financial system and he understood what needed to keep 
the wheels on the bus and keep it going. That's not Jenny Allen. But what about Jerome Powell? I know you've been pretty outspoken about Jenny Allen. What are your I thoughts on Jerome Powell? I mean, look, his net worth is somewhere between 100 and $150 million. I think he's done. Wow. I think done? February 2022, his, his term is up. Mm-hmm. And the woman who donated to Hillary Clinton, Lael Brainerd, is poised to rise. That's who you think is going to be the next chairman of the Fed, chairwoman of the Fed? I think so. Wow, we got prediction here. By the way, if you're enjoying the, the podcast so far, smash that subscribe button. Yimmy Moreno, thank you for the $100 you just gave to the podcast. So now, short sellers and Elon Musk. You know, uh, uh, last week we talked about, I asked a question from Adam and Tom. I said, who's next to be permanently banned from Twitter that's as, you know, that's, you know, like Trump? You know, you got Trump personality permanently banned from Twitter. And I brought up uh, Elon Musk because, you know, some of the stuff he talks about, hey, he's he, very he's, influential, he very, very influential. He's got a lot of, look what he did to Bitcoin. Then he plays with Bitcoin. Look what he does with short. You know, he's just playing nonstop. Right. So is what he's doing OK? Is what he's doing with Twitter is is he that brilliant where he's not crossing the line and he's just playing games with the market to show how much influence he has? Well, if it was Elon Musk in a vacuum, maybe so. But he's the Pied Piper. So he has plenty of people following every move he makes. Mm -hmm. So you can't say Bitcoin's the next it girl and then a few days later be like, just kidding. You're you're toying with small investors. And speaking of Elizabeth Warren, so and you've got Gary Gensler coming in in the uh, in the Securities and Exchange Commission. And he's Mm -hmm. looking into these influential type of voices. So, but I'm going to push back for just two seconds and say it was a strange, it was a bad line that was crossed when they took Donald Trump off Twitter. It just was. It set a bad precedent because now we can have these conversations about who's next. And that's not what free speech is all about. It's not. So you're for Trump staying on? I I think that the precedent that was set is a bad thing. It's kind of like the Democrats saying, kind of like AOC, God lover, saying we need to get rid of the filibuster. It's like, well, wait a minute. If, if if the midterms flip the House and the Senate in 2022, which is perfectly viable, then and you got rid of the filibuster, how are you going to like that then? So you need to watch what you do because you're setting the next generation of precedent mm-hmm. when you do it. And it could come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, Dorsey doesn't seem like he's going to flip on that. He's sticking to it. He, he doesn't mm-hmm. sound like he's going to do anything about it. But let's talk about Elizabeth Warren. You brought it up. You brought it up. She proposed attacks on the wealthy. U.S. billionaires would have paid a combined $114 billion for 2020 under an ultra-millionaire tax that Senate, Senator Elizabeth Warren proposed. And the way the bill works is anything you have, $50 million net worth, anything above it, it's a 2% tax on your current wealth. Anything above a billion is a 3% tax on top of your billion that you would owe. Based on all the wealth uh, American billionaires at the end of 2020, a decade of wealth on them would fund about three quarters of President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. So they're kind of trying to get the money back for that. A separate analysis of the University of UC Berkeley, which, again, Janet Yellen estimated that the tax would generate $3 trillion in revenues over the next 10 years. An interesting study done by UC Berkeley. God love him. Amazon Jeff Bezos would have paid $5.7 billion in wealth taxes in 2020. Bezos would have paid two. Elon Musk would have paid uh, uh, 4.6. Gates would have paid 3.6. Zuck would have paid $3 billion. Thoughts on the wealth tax? 
she's tried it before. I remember that. So, uh, look, you, you have to have buy-in from your own party. And at last check, the Democrats were no longer a party for the people. They've long since sold themselves out to corporate sponsors. So they have to be on board. Where did you find Fresca? You want a Fresca? You want one? Yes, I'd we'll love We'll get a Fresca. you a Fresca. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, Fresca. But Fresca's a, it's a, it's a really hard to get your hands on. It is, but we have uh, connections with uh, we got Sam, guys, we got Sam guys. here from Colombia. We, we got a Fresca and guy. Laura, Laura, and so Sam and Laura, oh, are, she'll be here. Yeah, you're going to get your egg sponsor like in five minutes because <laughs> they're going to trade you for Today's Fresca. Today's podcast is sponsored by Fresca. <laughs> <sighs> no, look, she's tried this before. Um, the The figures sound like they're big, but to a lot of these multi-billionaires, they're rounding errors. And for anybody who's offended by it, they're just going to leave. Just look at what's happened with New York and New Jersey and the people who have moved to the great state of Florida because they're offended by bad tax policies. These things never work out the way they seem, and but it, they make for really good sound bites. They, they do. Do they, though? Do, do they, when she goes out there and saying, like, I'm sitting there wondering, saying, okay, you do a wealth tax on your next campaign. You need Wall Street to fund you. What are they going to say to you? What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. That, that's Be what I'm quiet. talking about. That's what I'm saying. She's not going to get buy-in from her almost, own party. It's almost as if she's permanently disqualifying herself of ever running and winning anything. But that's her job, and she'll get reelected. She'll be in the grave, and she'll still be in office. But n- not not at the highest level. You're talking about at what she's doing right now. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. What are your thoughts on it? Thank I, you. I guess my, my question is, well, number one, the tax code in America is ridiculous. I mean, I, I, it's so, the most complicated thing. Just you make 100 grand a year to do your taxes. It's very difficult. So now you're talking about these people who are worth billions and billions and billions and the tax codes and the loopholes and the tax write-offs and this and that. I'm, I'm. The more and more I hear about flat tax, obviously Ross Perot talked simplify, about that. Simplify it. If you keep simplify it simple, it, stupid. Like, yeah. The more and more, like I think You're about it, it's like, so why, I'm agreeing with Adam. He's very smart th- today with his glasses. This is it. <laughs> but, all right, but here's here's where I'm gonna flip it and not oh be so God. smart. This is why you get the yeah. comments that you get sometimes where people yeah. come after Soy Boy Mafia. But go ahead, tell hey, us. You know what? Thick skin, all right, bro? I got thick glasses, thick Plus skin. Plus, he hasn't shaved for a while, so he's yeah. got an even bigger Here layer of protection. So it works on him, though. Flat, flat tax. But By the way, we just found out today that a young Rudy Giuliani and a young Adam, Rudy would <laughs> never be in Adam's league, right? No. Isn't that what it is? I would never ne- date a young hot Giuliani. <laughs> never. Yeah. I would to- like to know... The, our, Don't I would say like young to get, and hot oh, in the same go. sentence as Giuliani. I would like Giuliani. to hear Just our people. Stop. We were having a okay, conversation before the podcast. Up. Put a young Rudy Giuliani oh, picture up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, stop, we're going to do stop. this? So we're going to do this? Yeah. Here I am putting my glasses on, trying okay. to talk taxes. By the way, all talk of about. you back here, you heard this. Adam thinks he's a dime. Okay. Adam, <laughs> Adam thinks there aren't many men better looking than him in the world. But go to a young Rudy Giuliani. Look at that. Look. Go to Look at that right there. That's a great guy. Okay, great zero job. to ten. This Where do you rank him? This is pre over. He's a twelve. He's not a twelve, but he's no, at no, least no. a seven. You said okay. Let, let's he's be honest. He's at least a seven. seven you and called eight. him a good-looking guy, and I questioned you. Wait a minute. What is good-looking to you? I think I think he's a good-looking guy. Look at that. I think he that's was. a good look. What's wrong with that? Look, go to the. What about the one on the left right there, Kai? Go down. You're going down. You're going down. And stop. Bop. Right there. What about that picture? Which picture? The one where his face is falling off and melting. Buddy, he is how old in that picture? That's right now, what recently. Do you think how, you're going to look but like But here's my point. Like, you this, think you're going to look like listen. 
beautiful looking, handsome Listen, face you got I'll, going on. I gotta say, you guys still have your hair, the, so the, you have the, no idea. The point that I was making about Giuliani, because obviously he took shots at his the looks. people want to hear about my thoughts on taxes. They can't wait to hear my thoughts on taxes. I get it. My point with Giuliani is here we go. Three words. Fall from grace. This was America's mayor. We're talking about what a mess New York City is. We're talking about Cuomo. We're talking about de Blasio. Yeah. Danielle mentioned, why can't we get someone like Giuliani back? And I to said, yes. New York. I said, yes, he was the man in the 90s. Cleaned up the mafia, cleaned up the streets, took he the did. trash out. 9-11, he was America's mayor. He was a hero. And I now was there he's on 9-11, and he was and now he's a hero. Now he's a punchline in a Borat movie. His face is leaking. He's... Doing press conferences in front of Four Seasons think, Porno Shop. Think about he's had two, a fall from grace. Think That's about all I'm the saying. two men who were on the pile, the pile in downtown New York, W and Giuliani. Yeah. Whose legacy is intact? Who didn't say a word through all of Obama. Trump's administration? And Obama. And Obama. He t totally graceful. graceful his his man. legacy is probably better now than it was of when he left office. When he left office, he was. But wait a minute. Are you suggesting the strategy is to disappear? And don't do anything. No, no. Because that was his strategy. No, I don't. And by well, the way, I mean we we had Bush at our event a year and a half ago, and I got to tell you, when we had a hundred people that took pictures with him, this is pre-COVID. You know what was the most common thing everybody said to him? They said, "You know, President Bush, I got to tell you, I thought you were the anti. I thought you were. I thought you were the devil. I thought, and I." I've just fallen in love with you today. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know there was this, this, this. He so, got 63% of the Hispanic vote in the state of Texas when he when he ran for governor the second time. 63% of Hispanics. That's pretty solid right there. Uptight white boy. Yeah. Yale. So, sorry. Got a lot. But he, he, he would have a beer with a you. A man of the people. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's no a, longer he would have a beer with you. But he would, that's true. Yeah. yeah. No longer because he changed his life after you know an but incident. But I, th I think what he did... So he, you he, like his flat taxes, he, no, is what you're saying. Oh, back to that. I think what George W. Bush, clearly his biggest mistake was, um, you know, invading Iraq and West, weapons of mass yeah. destruction. Essentially, you know. The, the, you, mean Dick Cheney. Awesome. you mean Dick Cheney. He's a puppet for Dick Fresca, Cheney. you will be even smarter. Damn, give me a Fresca. Um, and what did he do since he's left office? Not do anything stupid. Giuliani opens doors to just like, where can I open the stupid door? And he just walks right into it. You know, I, I, had, a, I had a friend of mine that I gave this advice to one time. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, you know what your biggest challenge is? He says, what's, what, what's that? I said, uh, when there's crisis, I never worry about you. He says, why? I said, because you're always going to come out of it. 100% hmm. you're going to come out of it. I said, but when there's no crisis and everything's good, I worry about you. <laughs> he says, why? I said, because you freaking create crisis. Oh, is that his deal? You don't like to be in peace. Giuliani is a freaking wartime guy. He needs yes. that. He, he needs the up. drama. Yeah, but that also means sometimes when you get into a street fight, you're going to get your ass kicked, and they're going to show that highlight and of a knockout, is... and your name is Tyson getting knocked out by Buster Douglas. That's going to happen. And this to is somebody. what happens with Giuliani they, over the they last need, so, you know, three to five years. Politicians need a Hippocratic oath. First, do no harm. If there's nothing going on, shut your mouth. Yeah. And that's what George W. Bush did. He but, said, but look. But the point I was going to wrap up with, yeah. but some retire on time. Hmm. Some continue playing basketball and their legacy looks bad. There's timing in retirement. Like Bush disappeared, legacy got better, right? Yeah. Some stay in the mix too long and then there's too many opportunities to screw up. Because And then there's Tom Brady. Hello. Yeah, seven. which the is man. And by the way, he's still continuing. First question his wife asked after they won seven is what? Is this enough? Like, what do you need to do next? He says, no, I got to go. So what else do you need in your life? He says, I need the eighth. He said, why the eighth? So can you imagine the wiring? 
Go back right. to your flat taxes, Mr. UC yeah, Berkeley okay. Union yeah. uh, Labor Economist. We're, we're going back to the flat tax. Flat uh, taxes this is going to make for a, all a very. Of the, all the, I'm with Adam on this. If you want to, if you want Warren Buffett to to pay more taxes than his secretary, then just tax him. Don't you don't need get rid of all of the CPAs. You know when you have an just economist agreeing with something that I just came up with over here. Not well, that I'm I invented saying, the flat tax. Pretty smart as well. So if you want right. to get rid of all of the. It's just red tape. Then just do it. Just just tax them. Period. So you're good with flat tax. I think it should be in the conversation again. I think everything should well, be what, on the table what are again. The ch- not everything, but what are the chances wow. of flat? What are the chances? Cheers, of- Danielle. Salute. Cheers, PBD. Well, I got grapefruit. What do you got? You got. Uh, I have black cherry. Have, black cherry. I, Here, give me a toast. Toast. Here's a toast oh, to our guys. Our, uh, uh, yeah, our future, look, our future looks bright. Uh, thank you, Fresco, our proud sponsor. You can see and, with and, those glasses. And, and Whitey's Egg Whites. Thank you, uh, Whitey's. So, okay, so <laughs> flat taxes. Who would be against flat taxes? Rich people. I thought poor people would be against flat taxes. That's no? crazy, right? That you would think that. I would because th- okay, if, if, if you're taxing everyone at 15%, no, 17%, 20%. I mean, in theory, the rich are getting forty percent. The poor are paying, you know, nothing. Ten percent. Well, you just don't tax them if they make a certain amount or less. If, okay. they, if they're Teach below me. the poverty line, you just don't tax them. Period. By the way, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. If you make below a certain that's better number, than a welfare system. Yeah. By the way, here's the thing. Watch okay. this. Watch yeah. this. This just took us to a completely different place. Which would you rather have? You guys ready? Which would you rather have? Honestly, I'm asking this to everybody. Kai, listen to this. What she just said, we're in, we're in the different free. We just made a right turn. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, you turn, we're going this way. Watch now. this. Yeah, I'm with Would you. you rather have a minimum wage or if you make less than 40 grand a year, you don't pay any taxes? Hello? Which mm. would you take? No, no tax. Forget you, the minimum wage. Are you seriously a minimum wager? I'm not a minimum wager. Thank I'm God. Telling, what, what shirt was he wearing last week? <laughs> I love $15, minimum wage. $15. Bring it, you know, like fight oh, for, for 15 Oh, for the love of Pete. Okay. For All right. Here's a little lesson. My Danielle, before you read no, me no. a new one, uh-uh. he's making that up. Before you go in okay. on me, I support I'm gonna $15. Do, all right. My I do have a friend. I do have, one of my best friends in, in South Florida. He's a guy. Um, <laughs> he's, he's the champion of the Adam, fight for 15 Adam, you have a friend in South Florida. Okay. Yes. But he's money, got, money. Everywhere you go, you run into somebody that knows this guy here. Adamites. But you call yes, them Adamites. There are many. Yeah, they're out there. Swordboy <clears> Mafia. So, but, but continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip me a new one. Rip me a new one. Go ahead. I'm ready my, for it. My mama was born and raised in Pearsall, Texas. The, okay. the average home price in Pearsall, Texas is around $73,000. My father was born and raised in East Haven, Connecticut. It's east of New Haven. Mm-hmm. Average home price there is about $250,000. Should the average worker make $15 in Pearsall and in East Haven? Clearly not. Okay, good. See, next, next. This is why I'm against a federal minimum wage. Okay. But in certain Connecticut rich areas or, you know, South Florida, Boca Raton, there needs to be. You've never been to East Haven. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not where it's at. It's, it's not, not the right at. side of. No. Uh, it's, Danielle, can you get used to being in Boca Raton more often? I just oh, want to know that. I'm so loving it here, guys. Okay. Because yeah. I heard from the people at Louis Bossy's. You had a great time last night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Woo. They called me this morning. They said, oh, by the way. Management we, we, team. Yeah. By the way, send her again. Yes, we want Danielle back. Give her a second wake-up call. (laughs) Yes. So, okay. So, so you are in favor of of governors or mayors implementing some sort of minimum wage, but not federal government. 
Did I understand that correctly? It is the job of this. This is why we way, have the separation. No, no, all of, I was saying is I'm eating egg whites. State. Take the camera off. I'm trying to see if Paula's paying attention. So if I signal oh. to you, that's what I mean. But don't worry about it. You missed the signal. Everybody else got what I was saying. There's an egg oh. white oh. signal? Okay. No, no. The egg white signal to Paula is get off your Instagram. Well, you guys Stop are talking, DMing your I... girl, okay? And, no, no, and I'm watching, but you guys are talking. Oh, we know that's not a true Paula's story. Paula's sixth play. <laughs> Stop that, buddy. It's my guy. Paul, so, Paul and, but, but Paul and Brady out. are going for Guys, eight. hear me Both out. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. hear seven. me out. Danielle, I know this was just accidental how we got into the conversation. I'm actually, this, this, if you actually pitched, you make less than 30 grand or 40 grand. Don't pay any taxes. No. But let's eliminate minimum wage. So, so, so meaning if you're making $720 an hour, mm -hmm. $725 an hour, whatever the number you is right now. You make 15 grand Bro, a year. you're making more. You're, you know, yeah. No, you know. Pick the number. You're you're making ten bucks an hour at a job. Twenty grand a year. Twenty grand a year. If you're making ten bucks an hour, twenty. Uh, if you would have paid taxes, how much yeah. are they taking taxes out of you? If you're making ten bucks an hour. Well, I don't think you pay any taxes if you make less than I think twelve grand or ten grand, like zero. That's but a zero saying, tax I'm bracket. I'm saying take and then it, it goes to forty. Up. Okay. Take minimum wage out. No taxes paid until you make forty grand. Sure. So the only number we deal with is what raising or lowering that number, not minimum wage. Cool. So, which means I like this. if we go four years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, due to inflation, that 40 goes 45. That 45 goes 50. You don't pay any taxes below that. If you make above 50, you pay taxes. I'm Whether in. I'm in. Eliminate, eliminate, eliminate our the minimum wage. Minimum wage. You're gonna, and, yep. and eliminate minimum wage and eliminate the, the progressive tax. Just put a flat tax on You're going to make government work, what great, though. What Watch it, out. Why is government going to work? What do you mean? It's going to work? If you do something that simple, government actually works. Oh, it functions. Buddy, that is an incredible. Cut. Why don't why don't why aren't these kind of conversations? You give me in the frosting atmosphere? on the cake of term limits, and we're all good. I mean, look wow. at look at Pat Toomey. Pat Toomey's my hero. Oh my gosh, I've got like the Pat Toomey poster on my ceiling. Pat Toomey's your hero. Term so, limits and okay. sticking to them. Is, is Pennsylvania? Where's Pat Pennsylvania. Toomey? Pennsylvania. Pat Toomey. Democrat? No. What is Pat Toomey? I don't know. You know, but he's moderate. He Didn't he vote against Trump? He is a moderate, and he did. He voted against Trump. Insurrectionist. For guy, I love how Adam says to me. But you I mean, know, look at people I'm like Maxine Waters. I'm not that into Look at people who have been in Congress for decades and decades and decades. They're just taking up space. They're not yeah. legislating. They're not governing. They're not doing anything for the people. Yeah, They're like just that one guy. What's that one guy? He just won the presidency. What's his name? Oh, Biden. Just takes up space. Stop it. What's that one guy's deal? I'm getting assaulted here. You know, he hasn't done a press conference yet either. Who is that? Joe Biden. There's tons of articles. Who is that? Who is that guy? Press conferences are a bitch Sleep without a Joe. teleprompter. And, yeah, so, and they cut out his feed. Oh my God, uh, I said that out loud. He was like, I'll Danielle take questions. more than me, and that's a problem, because, you know. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa. All right, let's Guys, talk about boy. Governor Abbott. Let's talk about Governor oh, Abbott, boy. because this one's about to get really mm. uh, exciting yeah. here. <clears throat> Danielle's governor, to put it, no longer <laughs> our governor. Ours is DeSantis, which I don't think she's yeah. a fan of DeSantis either, but we'll talk about both of them. Okay, so. Governor Abbott announces plan to fully reopen businesses, ending state mask mandate. Texas Republican Governor in terms of his promise on one next week, 100%. Abbott, uh, Abbott issued an executive order that rescinds many of the state's previous orders, allowing all businesses in the state to fully reopen and revoking the statewide mask mandate. To be clear, COVID has not, like, suddenly disappeared, said Governor Abbott responsibly. <laughs> COVID still exists in Texas, the United States, and across the globe, but it is clear from the recoveries, the vaccinations from the reduced hospitalizations, and from the safe practices, Texans are using the state mandates are no longer needed. Businesses are able to limit capacity or implement additional safety protocols if they choose to, which is wonderful. 
He's leaving it up to you, you know, Daniel, to choose and say, we believe you should wear a mask. It's a choice, right? And uh, Governor Newsom quickly responded to the announcement on Tuesday, uh-oh, calling it absolutely reckless. In a Twitter post, Newsom has leaned towards stricter guidelines in California's pandemic response. Danielle, what are your thoughts on your governor? <laughs> well, uh, I think that he was a little upset with the straw poll at CPAC that gave him a 0% probability of being president in 2024. So you think this is because of that? Oh, yes. I think he needed a, he needed a moment. He's well, looking for headlines? Oh, yeah. Let me oh. ask you. Do you think he wants to run? Oh, let, let's see. One, two, three. How many times did he visit the, the White House? Four times? When Trump was there? So you think he wants to run? I think every governor has aspirations. Mm, every Especially governor. when it's the ninth largest economy on the planet. Okay. You're saying if you get to that level where you're the governor of... You have to have aspirations. You're, you sure. have such high, lofty aspirations, you, you can see yourself being president. You're... Florida's former governor is in the Senate now, and okay. he's got aspirations himself. But let's do this. But let's, so, so you touched up on one part of the whole thing. So he announces he's opening it up 100%, and he leaves it to you business owners in Texas. I'm one in Texas. I have a big business, decent-sized business in Texas. I've heard. That, that if we want to open it up, we can open it up. If not, we don't open it up, right? You say it's because he got 0% chance from CPAC running again, and that hurt his feelings, so he wanted to get relevant. Hey, here's what we're doing. Uh, and all of a sudden, media gets a few hundred thousand likes on Twitter. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's yep. saying yes, no, disagreeing. But how about the actual mandate? How about actually lifting it? What are your thoughts on lifting and putting it at 100% and getting people back to work? Getting people back to work. Has Saving nothing... small business owners that are not able to get that the has, business that getting, they were getting. That, now, that's, that's, that's a red herring. Getting people back to work. Look at how you run your company. People, individuals in their cubicles, they have their own mandates in terms of who can get close and who can't. Mm -hmm. So you run your business responsibly. Mm -hmm. Every business can be open. Opening bars at 100% is asinine. It just is. You're assuming people are going to be responsible, and they won't be. Look, there's a reason that life expectancy in Asia is longer than it is here in the United States. There's a reason that we didn't have a flu season in the United States. We were all protected from one another. So there's something to be said for not getting sick. There just is. Look, but again, it should be up to the business owner, but you need to have a responsible governor. You just well, do. But, but, but I'm sorry, Daniel, I'm confused. So, so you are saying leave it to the small business owner to decide whether you wear In mask. public places, though, sure. wear the mask. Okay, oh, you're saying, but in public places... He should say you should wear a mask in public places. In public places. Such as when I'm out, when I'm running, when I'm walking. No, when of course I'm... not. That, then, you, then you're Newsom. Then you're like, no outdoor dining. What right. an idiot. No. Okay, so you're not Newsom. You're not Abbott. What are you? What, what I'm in between. You? You're in between I'm trying the two. to ensure okay. that people are as responsible as they should D be. Did you enjoy dinner last night at Louis Boss's? I did. How was it? It was great. How, where were you sitting at when you ate? The bar. How many people were at the bar? Tons. Tons. Why did you do that? I, but we were not all over each other. Well, you know, we're not, people are not all over each other in Texas. They have a little bit more etiquette. They'll say, hey, I'm sorry. Can wait, I? wait, 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 wait. <laughs> people know. in Texas have more etiquette? Uh, I think more than Florida. I like not Florida. Boca Raton. No, Florida, they're, they're very, listen, the, the, here, this is like people who are like, 
Do you know who I am? The etiquette here is, do you know who I am? The etiquette in Texas is a little bit different. There's a lot of New Yorkers here. So your customer mm-hmm. service in Florida is I've not noticed. Texas customer service. That's true. So, so, but you enjoyed yourself last night. I did, but I think that there's a certain amount of comfort that you get in knowing that other people have masks on. Did you send a tweet thanking DeSantis? Did you say, Governor DeSantis, thank you for allowing me to eat at Louis Bossi's and enjoy this Italian food and the glass he of wine? He's so my favorite person. <laughs> he's so, but here's what, okay. DeSantis. So how do you feel about DeSantis? Hashtag sarcasm, hello. All right, I'm picking it how up. How do you feel about, now DeSantis on the other end, you know, Abbott got 0%, but DeSantis on the other end. Oh, huge. Okay. so Mr. CPAC. Yes. So he is a star in a making that actually has potentially what it takes to be your president. Maybe mine, maybe his, but he could be our president, right? What are your thoughts about DeSantis? I'm actually curious to know what you're going to say about DeSantis. So. Here we go. In the Florida panhandle over the summer, when I came here with my family to vacation, as I do every year, I got away from Destin and the more crowded Rosemary's. I, I took a step further beyond that, and I only went into Walmart's. Because, Sounds like my kind of party. Because they <laughs> mandated masks when he wouldn't in the middle of a wave of COVID. And making teachers go back into the classroom when they should have maybe stayed out for seven days, which he amazingly did. It's just. You say that's irresponsible, right? Totally. Qualified irresponsible. But he doesn't care. Okay. You, you have a certain appeal. If you appeal to the rebel, to the Trump, there, there's a Trump in a lot of people. If you appeal to that person, you're going to make all kinds of brownie points. What is you're going to be really popular at CPAC. Oh, I don't think that's it, though. I don't think it's just that. I, I'm talking pure results is what I'm talking about. So The so, unemployment rate in the state of Florida is mm-hmm. not any better or worse than it is in the United States. Yeah, but it's way better than New York and California. So, of course. So, so go to the people that were ridiculously control freak, et cetera, et cetera, and what they did. They're but, an American. But here's my, here's my argument for DeSantis. Here's my argument for DeSantis and my argument for Abbott, okay? Um, you know the story about Disneyland, Disney World. This is not a new story. So Disneyland, you know, you know, they weren't working with Bob Iger. Same company, two companies, and Bob Iger's a Democrat. Newsom wasn't working with him. You know, eventually he's I'm, like, dude, I'm not I'm even working with Disney you on this. I'm going to Disney on Easter. Yeah, so back here. Disneyland shuts down. 25,000 employees lose their jobs. Disney World's good to go. They keep their jobs. So people are able to go feed their families, get the food, pay the rent, all that other stuff. Same CEO, Iger, two separate governors, Newsom, DeSantis. DeSantis helps Disney stay in business and the employees keep their job. Newsom fires 25, I think uh, maybe the number is even 78,000 people. I don't know the exact number. It was a big number. It was a big number that lost their jobs, right? Okay. So... Let's talk about a sport that would be qualified as the most liberal supporting sport in America. Which one would you say that is? Take the four sports. Basketball. I think it's fair to say NHL. We don't even know what NHL would be, but NHL is women's sport. Okay, they have more female fans than any other sport. NHL. Does. NHL. By far. Wow. It's not even funny. We, we like to watch men beat each other. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so there you go. So what, what, what sport is the sport that supports BLM? Liberal, you know, well, the social justice campaign of the NBA, which is was who? clearly the NBA. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so the NBA, who would fully 
disagree with DeSantis because of his irresponsible actions. Is here. Decided to do their playoffs in Florida. The Super Bowl decided to do their Super Bowl Super Bowl in Florida. DeSantis is trying to get Olympics to be Mm -hmm. in Florida. Why are people from New York nearly a trillion dollars of wealth, say over half a trillion dollars of wealth, moving to the most irresponsible state, Florida? Why are so many Californians leaving to Governor Abbott's state? Why? if If you sit there and you look at it from my perspective, the way I see it, he says, Responsible, make the decision, small business owners, do what you need to do. Responsibilities right. on you. Let's do the I right thing. I have no things. problem with that. Yeah. But I also think, you know, to to lift what he did in Texas uh, and what DeSantis did in Florida, I think these guys came out being heroes. Look what happened in New York. Every single day we watch Cuomo. Uh, Every day we were watching Cuomo. You got, and you know how I feel about Cuomo. I've said this a multiple times. A year ago, times. you were a huge fan. But wait a minute. I, I've never said I'm not. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying, even till today, I think the guys, the two brothers, to me, there's an element of it that I see family. I see how their Thanksgiving would be. I'm, I'm attracted. How they interact. To that. They joke. Forget politics. I'm simply talking about. They're Italians. They're Italians. It's like, hey, what's up? And their dad, Mario. You just kind of feel that you'd want to be at their house at Thanksgiving. You know, if you, you're a friend, you're like, hey, hey, cool, I'm coming over. Okay, cool, come on over. Family's waiting for you. Unless you're a young woman. Unless you're a young woman. Sorry. Yeah. Unless you're a young woman. Okay. <laughs> So, so again, you know, it started off, Cuomo was a hero. He's going to be the next president. Newsom's a hero. Oh, he's so responsible to be the next president. One guy's about to be recalled, and the other guy's about to be impeached. And DeSantis and Abbott look like rock stars. So COVID kind of made Abbott and DeSantis look like rock stars. And the two other governors, I don't know about that. So, And you know the, 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 the irony the irony is that if you look at the per capita death rate in these states, they're all kind of on top of each other. So for all of the overbearing regulations that were imposed in California, it didn't save the lives. So that's what, just, what that's does just that math. tell us, though? What that's does that tell That you can, do, you can go too far. That's what I'm saying. I don't... I don't mind a mask mandate in public areas, but let business owners do whatever they need to do to be in business. Well, I'm glad I lived in Texas for five years. I'm glad I moved my headquarters from California to Texas, and I'm glad I'm in the state of Florida. I cannot tell you how safe I feel uh, as a business owner, as a small business owner, entrepreneur. I am glad I'm in these two states because I have offices all over California. Mm-hmm. I'm all over Northeast. I'm all over DMV. But you can over-deregulate. That's what's been happening with you those can, two states. Because guess who was in Austin during Ice Mageddon? Musk himself. Mm-hmm. He was none too impressed. Yeah. So you can, you can go too far on either end of the spectrum. 2011, sure. there was the Super Bowl, there was ice mm-hmm. everywhere, the power disagree. grid failed, yeah. the power grid, ERCOT in Texas said, we're going to fix it. 2014, failed again, we're, we're really going to fix it this time. We're going to take those suggestions to weatherize yeah. our power plants. Mm-hmm. A few years later, 2021, people die, and it's a third world experience. So you can go too far in terms of not having regulations. I don't disagree. It was very disappointing. All I said is, how's a state this big wasn't prepared for the storm that they had, right? How, how's that even possible? But at the same time, Danielle, if we flip it, how does a state like California, every 
flipping your loose people to fire. And oh. it's not a one-time thing. At least Texas, this is the like, worst they've ever they, had in 100 like, years. How does Texas, California, every year you got the fire? Every, you can't figure it out? They wrote the book on how to not run your power grid. California did. Texas had, at least had an example to follow. Yeah. The mudslides, the, the fires. Every, I mean, it's just, it, you have to want to be there so, really badly because you get the weather from Florida. Yeah. But you get the taxes from California. Who would do that? To be where? Who would live in California with those taxes? Quite a lot of people. Third largest economy. I, it's fifth largest economy. Fifth largest economy yeah. in the world. I get it. I get it. I get it. And yeah. it's, I'm out there once a year, but who would pay those taxes? I just don't get it. When you can live, and, and so many companies are agreeing. Yeah. And well, that's before, why on my Twitter feed, all the Californians, when Texas was freezing, mm -hmm. there was just, the, the word is schadenfreude. They were so excited that there were people suffering in Texas. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, of course. They were nasty. Yeah. And I'm like, you're supposed to be, you know, people from the happy state. What, what it's unfortunate. Those, those, that's not America, though. But that is a lot of voters on both sides. You know, there, there's a lot of voters on both sides that... that uh, that's why they call it the left coast. Yeah. Well, just a quick point on, like, why would you live in California? I'll give a case example. We would hear for years and years and years, New Yorkers are considering coming to Florida. And, like, every New Year's, like, oh, the yeah. New Yorkers are here. You know, oh, why, why would you live in New York? Why would you live in New York? Well, you know, well, you know, the taxes and the weather, but it took a freaking pandemic and Zoom and being able to work from remote Adam, for people to say, like, you know what? leaving New York before COVID. Yeah, but not in droves like this. No, not in droves. And, and that's my point with California is now with Zoom and WFH, uh, work from home and work from anywhere. Now you have that luxury, whereas the, maybe JP before Morgan you didn't have that luxury. just put up for lease 800,000 square feet of office property. J.P. Morgan's going to have a bigger footprint employee-wise in Texas than it's going to have in New York. 800,000 square feet of office space in New York. Pat wants to see states like New York and California be completely flipped on its, on its head. Do you not? You need, a rung, you, you need a young Rudy Giuliani. You just do. A young, hot Rudy. You're so funny. Okay, he was never hot. We just said that he was good-looking. I mean, Bro, don't, don't go too he's far a here. seven or eight. That's all I said. Yeah. He's a seven or eight. Seven or an eight. It's like a five and a half. Stop. What would you say you are? What are you, Adam? Seven or eight. No, you're not seven or eight. I, I put you as an eight and a half, but you're not. You're not. I put you. Damn, can't even get a nine for Pat. No, no. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't no, like the grading no, system. Come on. He, he's, I'm, I'm more, he's not happy he's with it. He's a nine. You know, he wants a nine. He wants a nine. I'm kidding. I'm more obsessed with like Rudy Giuliani. That you are, we, like, people, people think we're joking. That I, I, I was going to think about eight and a half. No. Is what he's people think that I'm the one who thought that Rudy Giuliani was hot. We had an argument. We had an argument. You were vouching, you were vouching yeah, for Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, I thought Adam that he's kind of gross. One of the best looking guys I know. How about that? One of the best looking guys I know, Thanks, Adam. If, that, if I'm one of the best looking guys in this room, you know I'm I know a lot okay. of good looking guys. You're, yeah. you're one of the best looking guys I know. So. Thanks, bro. Okay, so so let's let's continue. By the way, by the way, so so we talked about Texas. They they did what they did. Target, Toyota, GM, and Macy's in Texas keep wearing masks, which is fine. Do your thing. Employees at GM, Toyota, and something in Texas will keep their masks on. The company said on Tuesday, even as the state lifted. Okay, good. Abbott's executive order lifted. Okay, got it. We know that. Relaxing common sense safety protocols like wearing masks is a mistake. Jason Brewer, vice president of communication at State Affairs of Retail Industry Leaders Association, state, said adding that going back on safety measures will unfairly put retail employees back in a role of enforcing guidelines still recommended by the CDC. Okay. 
Uh, there was um, 35 other states. Puerto Rico, as of Monday, 35 U.S. states will, along with District of Columbia and Puerto Rico, mandate the residents wear masks in public. Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota have lifted mask orders earlier as well. So, you know, you're, you're looking at this. What are the other 11 states that have done it? Montana, Iowa, North Dakota, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Georgia was never uh, even Georgia never enforced, even had a mask mandate. Yeah, they've never mandated a mask mandate. So, uh, again, I mean, we'll see what's going to happen. The reality of it is every time these types of decisions are made, every time these types of decisions are made, all the, you know, one, one lady came out and she said, she tweeted, she said, uh, I just want you to know this is a very irresponsible decision. I will never, I'm a Texan, I will never leave, uh, Go anywhere without wearing a mask. Matter of fact, I'm double masking right now when I go out. So great, do it. That's her business. She said, I hope they don't force me to take my mask off. I said, no one's going to force you to take what? masks off. What are you talking about? I said, I said, for how many decades have you gone to the airport and you see folks flying from Asia? What with would, their masks on. With them, and I would always say, why do they put their masks on? Like, what happens in Asia? You know, do and they why like, do they have lo- a longer life expectancy? Yeah, Hello? So, so, so yeah, you, can, you think it's because of the mask versus the food they eat and the, the, how calm and peaceful they are and... They Mediterranean are, but they, diet. but they also yeah, don't so have a flu Monaco. season like we so, do. So. I mean, they just, they believe that germs are not for sharing. So, but it's just a way of life. I don't know. I think. But look at what their economies have done in a, in, a, in a COVID world. So many of their economies have not been hit hard. Well, China is the only um, country. I'm not talking, I'm not, I'm not talking about China. I'm just saying China is the, is the only country know. in the world to have a positive GDP for 2020. That only was, country that in was the world. Actually, what a deceptive thing. That was, a, that, was that, that was actually fake yeah. math. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you, well, you're, you're going to trust China? That's what you're saying? We, we can't you're trust not. you? Well, you do. I know you get your data from China. Only. I only get it from CNN, the China News Network. Is where, I'm it. sorry. Like, uh, they went, they went <laughs> back into there. 2019 and, okay. re- and revised economic data in order to mathematically so, fabricate a positive GDP. So no GDP country number. had a positive GDP. No. So even China. But countries like well, South why, Korea, other, there, were, there were a lot of countries that did a lot better. True. What, but why would China, like, walk me through, you know. China's mentality here. Why would they want to be known as the only country to have a positive GDP? Because they wouldn't want that put to... a more of a target on their back from you caused this and you're doing and you're succeeding through all this and the rest of us are melting away. You think they care? Well, obviously not. All right, walk me Man, through the I logic. I just got there. the CCP off my damn Twitter feed. I need, just need to be quiet now. They were. They were. They, they finally were, went away. They were what? They, they created were... all these impersonators on Twitter accounts. China's monitoring you. Damn. Look, they have their eye on the prize. They have their eye on, on Patrick's 2025. They do. They, and they, 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 and, and we're focused on the midterm elections right here's, now. Here's <laughs> a, by the way, the one thing about China you got to respect, man, they are so united at the top. Like, what, when do you hear a policy? Now, obviously, it's communism. It's yeah, force and choice. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah, but I, Xi Jinping was a quiet bureaucrat before yeah. he rose up and became stronger than Mao. Yeah, so you have to you have to think about in U.S. like the the, the as much as you know what the Constitution was written, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. It also reveals too many of who's against who. All you have to do is watch the news for like a couple. He's like, okay, he hates him, she hates her. They're on the same page. It looks like they're on the same team. Okay, good. Here's why we're going to negotiate. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, it's so easy to go up against U.S. because you know, yep. hey, well, you know what uh, Trump said about you the other day when we were talking. I just want to make sure that you know that we have your back. And 
You don't think these types of things are being played on a behind the like? Have you ever had anybody that try to manipulate and negotiate you, and you're kind of sitting there, you're like, "Wow, you are so freaking good." You would probably get a lot of other people the way you just did, Patrick. Let's just face it, you're ten times better than, you know, uh, Bobby. And I know Bobby's your boss, and I know this, but he, let's face it, without you, he's a nobody. And you know, they're like, "Wow, you are so deceptive, buddy." Wow, and just sitting there listening to the language, uh, you know, Adam. You know, if I was your girlfriend, you don't need, like, a girl says that to you, and you're like, in Lysa Reyes, you're like, oh, you would? Oh, really? You would yeah, treat okay. me better? Okay, that's great. You know, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you're done. We're going. So we're just giving our dirty laundry to the world and saying, hey, use this against us. Come on down. And it's making it so easy sometimes. But that's not new, right? We've been doing that for 200-something years. Um, not 200-something not years. Not 200-something years because... 200-something years ago, media wasn't the way okay. it is today. Fair enough. So Social media, No at least. way. So when they came out with what, what they came about back in the days, you didn't say something. Two seconds later, China already knows what you said. Mm-hmm. You said something. It may take two months until they find out what you just said. Okay, so the speed of being able to retaliate wasn't that quick when they wrote yep. the Constitution. Today, I say something right now. China could have somebody watching us to make sure we don't say anything bad about China. They have one job. Monitor these podcasts to see what they're saying, specifically these guys. Because she said stuff about China. He said stuff about China. He said stuff about China. We don't know this stuff on what they're doing. So easy for them to do it today versus what it was 200 years ago. So anyways. And they do it with no fear. Remember, the international court system came out when Barack Obama was in office and said, China is violating international law with building out the South China Sea. And And they're still doing it. And they're still doing it because the United States looked the other way. So, and it, now we have his it, protege. Bottom line, eighty years old. We've been talking know, about China doing all you know, stealing intellectual property, breaking international law for a generation. For a generation. WTF? Like, what are we? Like, is there going to be a hot war? Are we? Is there a cold war? Is a trade war? Like, what in the, in the past, F is actually going to happen? Or are we just going to talk about it and years, talk about it and talk about it? Like, the, the, the Bitcoiners will tell you that Bitcoin's going to take over. But that means that the past 400 years of history is gone, history. Because in the past 400 years, if you're going to lose the reserve currency status, which mm-hmm. means you rule the world, there's been a hot war involved. And that's just history. There has been a hot war. And who is building up their military for the first time since World War II? Germany. And who is now more reliant on China for their economic growth than they used to be from the United States? Germany. So. China's an interesting thing because if you look where they're investing money, in 2016, they put more money into the United States than they they did into Europe. And then Trump won and they quit putting money into the United States and they started putting money into Europe. And if you think about world history and building alliances and world wars and hot wars, you cannot have a hot war unless you have an alliance. Mm -hmm. And that's what China's building very proactively. Who's on China's team? What co- I mean, we, we know that they're pumping money into Iran, as an example, and they're pumping money All into certain Africa? countries, into Africa, for sure. But who's like, I'm with China, no doubt. What's up? Look at, look at South America and all of the copper, soybean. Look at the exports. Look, look at who has pumped up that entire subcontinent's economy in the last generation. So these and are, they have built out the infrastructure and energy in Africa. But and, I'm talking the big countries, the big countries of the world. Did I mention Germany? Okay, so Germany's on Team China, not Team United States, is what it you're saying? They're not on seen. Team EU? It remains to be seen. We all know what happens when freaking Germany gets a freaking uh, army on its side. 
But 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 again, Germany is building up its military. But for you're the saying first time but you're saying allies. You're ge- saying allies. The United States allies. knows that we have mm-hmm. Canada up here. We've got yeah. uh, you know obviously every pretty much every country in the EU. We've got Australia. We've got certain countries all over the world that have our back, no matter what. I mean, we've got differences, what have you. What can you say about China? Who like is Russia have China's back? Iran? Of course. Okay. Those two are there. Saudi Arabia. Saudi yeah. Arabia is on whose side? China. China? We're on our way to being independent energy-wise. So we don't rely on the OPEC nations as we once did it. What, where is this going to culminate, I guess, is my point, is that we talk about it. We talk about it. China's doing this. China's doing that. So they're going to take us I over know, 2025. We, we started talking about $1.9 trillion that's not going to... That's not going towards job creation. We're still on the first topic, by the way. We're back to Bitcoin. <laughs> $1.9 trillion. Um, okay. I mean, you know. Do you have any China, other follow-ups China on this? China is or? enemy number one, clearly. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not even close. And Well, first of all, enemy number one is internal, is within U.S. It's a mindset. But mm-hmm. I think outside of that, it's China. I don't think well, enemy number one. I think you just touched no, no, on a I great point. I think you just said it the right way. Yeah. We're our, we're, yeah. The United States is its own worst enemy. Exactly. Yeah. I... I uh, this is, this is uh, unfortunately, I've lived in other countries, and I had the benefit of living in three different states in America. And when I mean, I also lived in Kentucky and Tennessee, but I'm talking I lived in three mm-hmm. different states as a business executive, right? You lived in Kentucky? I lived in Kentucky and Tennessee. When you was in the Army. Yeah, when I was in oh, the Army. Okay. I lived in Kentucky, South mm-hmm. Carolina, and Tennessee for two and a half, three years. So, but, and I lived in Iran. I lived in Germany. So you have an experience, and politically on one side, mom's side, one side, that side, one side. Uh, you know, America is <laughs> cracks me up when some Americans who have what they have, they, they keep taking shots at America. It's very, very weird for me when I see it. Very weird for me. So I do think number one enemy is America itself. Then I think it's How China. do we heal that, though? Like within ourselves? Like before we start fighting with you're China, how are we going to heal you're that not, you're not gonna, internally? I don't think you're going to be able to. Let me explain to you why. Because if if the only so, – so who stokes it? Think about like who who gets the – who fires us up? Who divides us? Who pins us against each other? For as long as there's a business model for that, this is not going away. You're saying the media? Yeah, yeah. for as long as there's a, there's a business model for media, this is not going away. You, they're not making money right now. Okay, the, the CNN, Foxes are not making money right now. You, you're not watching CNN, Fox as much as you used to a year ago. You're not watching Without it right now. Without the Trump shit show. Well, because Biden is not doing any press conferences. Biden's been instructed by his team to not get on TV and talk. Biden's not... Saying anything that's, oh my God, did you hear what he said? He's making. Only for four years. The life of the media a living hell. Nothing. They don't have a job right now. There is there is still more coverage of Donald Trump than there is of Biden today. Of course. In the media. That's, in the major media. That's what media needs. Media needs an enemy. Unfortunately, the enemy is America. So the media's enemy is part of their team. So, so, for example, let's talk about Cuomo, right? Let's talk about Cuomo real quick, what happened to Andrew Cuomo. This whole sexual harassment thing that took place, and another person came out, another person came out. Charlotte Bennett came out, 25-year former aide, you know, and then you this, see the picture with him on the hands on the face. And, this is an inside job. Okay, and, and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, okay, you know, uh, uh, age doesn't matter. He told her as he asked her about her feelings about age difference and relationship conversation. She told a friend about texting her. He's fine with anyone above the age of 21. She said he told Jesus. her. Okay, and all this stuff. And Cuomo told her lovely relationship celebrity, Sandra Lee, his girlfriend for 14 years, ended in 2019. And then his brother gets heat, right? Hey, Chris Cuomo criticized for hypocrisy after he said he won't cover brother's controversy. CNN, Chris Cuomo, widely criticized. Before we start tonight, let me say something that I'm sure it's very obvious. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. 
And obviously, and I can't, I cannot cover it because he is my brother, right? He is my brother. That there's a natural conflict. There's a natural conflict there. So first of all, what are your thoughts about what's going on with Andrew Coleman? And we'll talk about his brother. And then this all comes back to me with what I was talking about with America is undermining their own American, like their own allies internally versus China. The point will get there. But what are your thoughts about what happened with Andrew Cuomo? This smells like an inside job to me. This smells like it's coming from within the Democratic Party. Why, though? It's too orchestrated. It's too organized. It, It. Everything is so scripted. You're like, they've been waiting for their moment. They have. And Mm. I I don't know what the Democrats have against this guy, but this was not something from outside the Democratic Party. What makes you even instinctively go go there, right? Like, why? Because the Democrats are coming out against him. They're the ones calling for him to be, to step down. Let's go with that. Like, why are they even thinking... All right, we got to take this man down. Is it because all the deaths at the nursing home? Is it because that, that the, the nursing the, the nursing home scandal is definitely um, because again he presented himself as the perennial governor. I'm doing everything mm-hmm. right. I'm going to write a book about it. It's all about me, 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 me. And then you have this scandal erupt, and you've got the second highest per capita death rate in the country after New Jersey. It doesn't look good. So you think this is the, uh, these are the Dems within the New York within state New York. government? Within, yes. With all the Dems? Yes, absolutely. The, the de Blasios of the world or even the, the state government? De Blasio the cannot stand. So I mean, they, that, they got that, internal that's strife. That's a public, public hatred mm. between those two. Mm. But why, though? Why? So why are they? I do agree it's an inside job, but why are they coming after this guy? Wow. He's a candidate. He could be a face. He could be a marketable guy. Why are you going after Cuomo? Is it because, you know, the Democrats, there's two Democrats right now. you got the AOC Bernie Sanders side mm-hmm. of the Democrats, and then you have the Democrats that Biden, all the rest of the The folk. mansions. Yeah. So, so My people. Yeah. So what, what uh, uh, which, which group is going at? Because every, they asked Nancy Pelosi, yes, they have to go out there and investigate it. They asked irresponsible. They asked the Mayor de Blasio, yes, that. I mean, it's like everybody is throwing them under the bus, yep. you know, whether it's the Biden side, the Biden camp or the other side. They're all throwing them under the bus. Why is that? It, there is. They didn't like his rise to power. They didn't like his hogging the spotlight. I mean, I can't say I don't know, but it is definitely an inside job. And by the way, you know, like uh, uh, the things that came up about him, did you think anything was severe? Like, do you think anything was out of control? I, Look here, oh God, can you just hear my Twitter feed? There's nothing illegal about being a dirty old man. <laughs> There's nothing illegal about being a dirty old man. Okay. He yeah. didn't, I mean, he didn't, there there wasn't, I mean, from, from what we've heard thus far, there are no allegations that rent, that wander into physicality. Right, right. Did you hear his press conference yesterday? Did you hear him crying yesterday or no? Crying? I was on an airplane. No. Did you see him crying yesterday? I did not. No. Okay. So he apologized. Did you guys see it or no? He cried. He cried on national television. Can we cried. pull that up, Kai? Well, we can't do it because they're gonna—they're not gonna let us play the video because really? yeah, they're not—they're gonna flag it. So he. But cried. Italian men cry. It happens. Yeah, but he was crying. He was literally crying, saying, say "I." It ain't so he fatal. says, "At first, it didn't seem, but I have to tell you, I have come to a conclusion. This was not okay. What I did was not okay. And you know, but." You know, and yes, I am going to change my approach, and I shouldn't have done this. And he's crying while he's saying this. I can't see him. Cuomo crying well, while okay, he's saying look, this. Wow. If, if, you're, if you're the father of a daughter, would you want somebody talking to your daughter like that? No, you wouldn't. But it's not a crime. But 
Italian men, they feel guilt. They get all emotional. It's, it, it, trust me. My Uncle Philip can cry on a dime. Yeah, but you know, you know how I process that? Here's how I got a daughter, and she looks like a kukla. In Armenian, means like a doll. She's like, look, she looks like her mom. Can I really prevent somebody flirting with her? I don't know. Can, can your husband prevent you sitting on a flight with another guy, you know, on a flight flirting? I don't know. Can, can folks in New... How many rich billionaires do you know in their 60s that are dating 25-year-olds? I mean, how many... Up here, it's very normal. Just so you know, it's very, very normal I've, here. I've actually noticed. Okay, yeah, it's very normal here. So, 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 you know, I think that's on the daughter. I think that's on the conversations with the daughter of a... a but I'm not going to be telling her, oh, no 55-year-old is ever going to flirt with you. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. If you go to a bar, it's just – So I, for me, it's like I sit and I say, I swear to God, if somebody breaks my daughter's heart, I'm going to kill this guy, right? What am I going to do? Someone is going to probably end up doing yeah. this. That's if irrational. Somebody, yeah, it's irrational. If somebody beats up my sons, you know, we're going to go out there. I'm going to meet their parents. You know, it's going to happen, right? So It's happened for all of yeah, mankind. The, the challenge is, the other day Bill Maher did a skit. I sent it to you. I don't know if you watch it yeah, or not. He talked about cancel, about cancel culture. culture and yeah. he said, are we really going to do this? Uh, by the way, every I wish I could play it for you so we can watch it together. We cannot. Everybody needs to watch Bill Maher's cancel. If you send me, matter of fact, six minutes kit. It's six minutes, but you got to watch it. It's on his Instagram account. Save it. Uh, uh, why don't you put the link somewhere in the comment section later on once the podcast is over for people to see it. You know, he came from an angle like, what are we going to do? Every single time something comes out from 50 years, you know, Dr. Seuss is being canceled. He's been dead. What like people are being now. So, so originally it was hearts being canceled, comedians being canceled, actors being canceled businessmen being canceled and now dead people are being canceled so what are you, you going to do future babies that are going to be born being canceled like what at, are we going to next at my kids elementary school they had dr seuss week and all the dads would sign up online and they would pick a dr seuss book to go read to the kids i mean seriously i, I have a random question i have a random question this is a week i was going to ask this before podcast but i'm going to ask you guys have you ever met anybody in your lifetime that wasn't racist that wasn't? Wasn't. That's a, that's a loaded question. I think everyone has some sort of predisposition to, well... The, what is racism? Right. Like What I, is racism? Okay, there, listen. There's... Oh, that person's a freaking racist. Blatant racist. Or there's people who are... I think the word you're looking for is prejudice. Like, you have sort well, of they throw, a predisposition they, they throw around to... the word racist pretty... So so put them together in the same family. Prejudice, racist, stereotype, just put them on the same Stereotypes, family. Stereotypes, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but there's a difference between... Okay, so you grew up Italian on the East Coast. Yeah. So, I mean, you grew up with Polish jokes. You just do. Do you really hate Polarks? No, you don't. But there's a difference between racism and bigotry. But, but okay, who, who's not a bigot? Who's a, not a, a lot bigot? of people? Oh, let me ask you a question. Do, do you think do you think the same folks that are, you know, talking about uh, 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 what's going on with BM, BLM? You don't think they're I was in the military. I, I, I've worked in, you know, regular jobs. And I, I cannot tell you how many I grew up not liking white people because everybody that was in my community saw white people as the rich people that have all the money and we work for them. You grew up. You're like, these that still exists. I understand that. What I'm saying to you is. So for me, I went to get my first job at Bally's. I walk in. I had a, had a beard at the time, and I was pretty big, big guy at that time. So I walk in, and, you know, I may not look like the friendliest guy. So here, you know, the guy that hires me later on says, you know, I got to tell you, I don't like you at first. I thought you were this cocky, arrogant, Middle Eastern guy that, you know, came in here and all this stuff. 
and I was worried about having you being here. I said, that's a form of, you know, bigotry. That is a form of, you no, know, prejudice. that is a that's form of stereotyping. Prejudice. stereotyping. You know, okay. it's, it's all Middle Easterns are judging dot, a dot, book dot. by its cover. All Middle Easterns are like dot, dot, dot. I, all I remember... men are, all women are, all whites are, all. I mean, 9-11 after, you know, there, there were all these people, taxi cab drivers getting beaten because they put every, everybody was in the I same Middle Eastern I think crossing the line is that. That's crossing the line. That, exactly. I think targeting is crossing the line. Yes. I think that is problematic. Well, there's... But, but just because somebody, you know... There's a difference people between... People should have the right to not like you. People should have the right to say, you know what, I just don't like your style. People should have the right to say, here's my... They should have the right to. Well, I think there's a difference between thoughts, between words, and between actions. actions. So... Everyone has thoughts. Like, if I'm at an ATM, anyone who walks behind me, I'm like, who's this mofo? You know, like, could be a five-foot woman. I'm like, well, you know, like, or your thoughts. But then taking it to a different level, all right, words. What are the jokes? What are the things you're saying? What are the comments you're making? And again, That's a whole different level. That's like, all right, you've taken your thoughts, and now you vocalize them. I don't know about that. And now when you took it into action, you start beating people up because they look... But a Patrick, different way. What or you're talking about is physical real. abuse. That's a totally different. The level. murder rate in the United States is going through the roof. Why though? They have done extensive studies, and they have found that when the when when the when there is a lack of confidence in the political leadership of oh, a country. Oh come on, guys! Now I'm sorry, but it's oh, true. Oh come on, the, mur- guys. the murder rate goes oh, up. Oh my gosh! But is, there, you, is that a study? What is that? It is. Okay. okay. I can I can send you all guys, the link. But, but You're saying that you don't believe that? No, it's not. Oh my gosh, guys. What I'm trying to say, I, America may be the most uh, in, inclusive. Melting pot. You Are you kidding me? Like, you turn on the TV, it's like, whoa, all these people are bad people. They're after you because you're this skin color and all this. I'm like, no way. There's n- the, this is probably the greatest country in the world as far as being inclusive where we cannot. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You go to Alabama. I remember I went to Alabama, and I uh, went to Waffle House. Guy comes out. and it's, it's uh, A guy comes out. He says, hey, boy. I'm like, uh, Patrick. Hey, <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, boy. Hey, hey, where are you from, boy? I said, I'm from Iran. Now, what the fuck are you doing here from Iran? Yeah. I said, I'm in your military. Uh, what, what do you mean? As I'm in the U.S. Army at the 101st. Make sure you're free. I'm, I'm protecting you. Yeah. What do you oh, say well, to that? Well, well, thank well, you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I'm like, all right, now let me get a All right there, you know, bring, so, so the point is, listen, I love America. Yep. I served America. But I also understand it's okay that some people are not going to like me. I don't mm-hmm. wake up in the morning saying, oh, my gosh, you right. don't like me. When I started in the insurance company, I had a negotiation with a guy who said, we're going to drop your contract because another three Armenian insurance companies – Ripped them off, took a million dollar check away from them, and yep. they thought I was going to do the same thing because I'm Armenian. I'm okay with that because I'm going to change that. I'm going to give you my example. We so so for example, if I were to right now bring ten girls, different nationalities, to introduce them to you, friends of mine. Are we still looking for a wife for Adam? Well, by the way, we're he, still on the search. I think. Okay. By the way, it wasn't eight and a half. I'm at eight eight right now. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm at 80. Right? <laughs> something I did some change. Is it the fresca? I don't know. Damn. But you can round that up. You can round it up to nine. That's a nine, lady. <laughs> the point. Damn. Andrew gave you a nine earlier. He's the, an almost nine. The, the point. Thank but you. by the way, with the mask, you're a two. So just, this is why I don't want you to wear the mask. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to those white, perfect white teeth Thank that you. you have to be shown, right? 
So the point I'm trying to make to you is, I am so okay if you, you know, think I'm such and such because I'm from Iran. Great, let me earn the right. I'll earn the respect. I don't take it as, but that's not fair. No, I'm good. I'll go earn the right. Mm-hmm. I'll go earn the right, and I'll, I'll earn the respect. I'm totally fine with that. But that's also to, the American way. Yeah, yeah. But but today, today, people are walking like this. People are walking like this with a muzzle on their mouth and a handcuff and shackle because you're afraid to tell certain jokes. Like a part of me wants to become a comedian just to freaking yeah. be free because you're a comedian. It's like, let me just tell some jokes. Wow, you I can't did, even I, talk nowadays. I you know, didn't, I didn't get the memo. I, I, yeah. Apparently, I'm still not politically correct because I don't I don't have a governor on my mouth. Well, no, but you do. But 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 Daniel, you do because Daniel and I'm not going to I'm not going to go there, but. You don't talk about 100% of things you believe in. You talk about 98% of beliefs. You still have 2% that you... And I think you need to. I'm not I'm not judging that. So I'm not saying, oh, go out there and say everything you believe mm-hmm. in. If we did that, freaking people would be like, these guys belong in jail. Because if you really thought about some of this stuff publicly, it's good to keep some sure. of it to yourself, right? I don't have a problem with that. I think that's fine to have that. But all I'm saying is, if that 98% is getting pushed to 95, to 90, to 80, to 72, that's where we're going today. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where comedians can't tell jokes. Are you kidding me? I want you to go tell your jokes. Go. Comedians ought to be free to go tell, your jo- yeah, tell the their verb, jokes. The verb cancel, is a, it's not a nice so, verb. So let me bring it back to Andrew Cuomo. Okay. He said, yes, he says, but I can tell you one thing. I didn't touch anybody. Like, meaning he didn't, obviously he touched the face of the girl. He didn't, you know, grope or anything like, he didn't use the word grope. That's what he's trying to say. Okay. Um... Where does flirting go? He's a single guy. He's not married. He's flirting. Okay. Where, where does that go? You can't flirt? Is it? Is it like, are we at that? So what does flirting become? Is this flirting? Hi, I think you're pretty. Would you like to go have a drink with me? I mean, what, a smooth so, line. So, so what do you do? Like That was what, not compelling. Yeah, <laughs> that's not compelling. So what yeah. do you do? So you, you don't need a little bit of a tease or a little bit of a, I'm sorry. So, so then now you're destroying the ability so for a guy yeah. to court you and flirt with you. you so doing? let's talk about Andrew Cuomo. Let's skip it. Go to Chris yeah. Cuomo. Chris Cuomo, not saying anything about his brother. What do you think about it? He has every right to be a good brother. That's family. Well, I think it would be even uglier situation if he came out on CNN, you know, the leftist yeah. media and started defending his brother. I know my brother's a good man. He would never do this. I think he took the high road and said, look, it's my brother. It's probably inappropriate for me to start, you know, telling the story here. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm gonna take a pass on this that one. That was 100% integrity. Integrity. But it's also expected. Like, listen, I've, I think, the, you know, the, the higher-ups at CNN told me not to comment on this situation. It's a... There's a, you know, moving parts of this. Yeah, you know, like you know, Ron, Ron Reagan, not Ronald Reagan, Ron the Reagan, atheist, the son. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and or you know, you got the the Conway daughter, Kelly George, Conway, ugly situation, situation, right? You know, you're saying something about the family. Let, let me you're tell going you, family. With I this. have so much respect for the fabric of the the Cuomo parents, how they raise their kids. Because I sat there and I said, say it's my two boys, Tico and Dylan, right? If something like this happens, listen, I, I swear to God, if you throw your brother under the bus, you are not going to like what's going to happen. Yeah, here. family okay? first. You got to respect what is going on here. You do not go out there. Privately, guess what I want you to do? Go do whatever you want to tell him privately. Mm-hmm. Chew his ass out. Push him around. What were you thinking? What the, let's just say you're going to do that privately. Cool. Publicly... Family first. I, I respect, 
I don't agree politically, but I respect the decision. See, that's the part with the family side on what they have. I actually respect what they're doing. I think the question now becomes, should he get, uh, 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 you know, impeached? Should he go through that and, you know. Impeached? Well, not impeached. Cuomo? Should he uh, should Cuomo resign and step away? They're asking no. him to step down. Okay. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, that, just let me give so, my two cents real yeah. quick on, on this Cuomo situation. Interesting perspective about the inside job. I could see something like that. You know, maybe he's made some enemies, certainly, with his rise to, to power and stardom over the last year. But, you know, the nursing home thing isn't even a, a – they're not talking about that for some reason right now. Obviously, I think that's the main story. You know, and, and it, like, even when we went to your office the other day, watch this video. What are your thoughts on it? I was like, the hot dog video. I was like, expecting something so much worse. Or watch this video where he put his hand – I was expecting, oh, damn – here it is. Here's the bomb. He's like, yeah, yeah, have a bite of a hot dog. Like, because she's eating a hot dog. Like, I was expecting something no so much gun. worse, something so much salacious that I was like, that's it? This is what this guy's... But well, do you know why it's happening? Tell me why. Why do you think it's happening? Why these stories are coming no, out? No, why do you think they're asking... For, why Why do you think we're in the movement of stepping down, resign, impeach? Why do you think we're in that movement? You're back into the cancel culture. You caused it. Yeah. You, you're the one that wanted to impeach Trump twice. You caused it. Oh, so guess that, what? But that's, that's the, that, that would be the Republicans kind of coming after him. This is more inside, though. No, no. What I'm Daniel saying said, to you yeah. is we're officially in the era of you should resign. You should step down. Yeah. You should impeach him. We're in that era. No. It's normal now. You mean No. No, no, we are, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm drawing a line saying that's we, ridiculous. Yeah, but now, well, no, now, now you're canceling the will of the people. You're yeah. canceling well, voters. Unfortunately, once you do it once, kind of like what you said about AOC's filibuster, two years from oh. now it's going to backfire on you, and that's exactly what's happening. So guess what, Cuomo? You said he should be impeached. Hey, it's backfiring on you. You're, you're, now it's coming back on you. So you're getting a taste of your own medicine. So, so in 10 years ago, what do no. you mean resign? But today, you should resign based on what you thought Trump yeah. should do. So you're getting a taste of your own medicine. I think a part of, a part of the um, you reap what you sow. Yeah, part of a part of this is, you know. <laughs> well, there's two, two two quick thoughts. Number one, what was acceptable, fifty years ago, a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, is not acceptable anymore. Like I, I remember one of the first shows I ever watched was Archie Bunker. I used to have a black and white TV in like 1989. And this guy, Archie Bunker, would say the most ridiculous stuff. And that was, like, the main TV show in America. No way Archie Bunker's on TV these days. Yes. You remember oh, Archie God, Bunker? Yes. All in the family? Yeah. Okay, so that was completely acceptable in the 70s or the 80s. Zero percent chance it's acceptable now. Um, the Washington Redskins. I mean, we can go down the list here. The Washington Redskins and Dr. the Cleveland Seuss. Indians and the Dr. Seuss. But you can't cancel the past. And I was guilty of this. Even on one of the first podcasts when we were talking about they were taking down the Confederate statues. And emotionally, I was like, get those piece of shit traitors out of here. Cancel them all. Take down the statues. No. Relax. You can't just cancel history. You can put it in a museum, though. You can still, you know, have it, you know, in certain sections. You don't have to agree with it. You can't just cancel history. Mm -hmm. So, and then you have people like extremists on the left, who are trying to cancel Abraham Lincoln. Oh, for God's sake. Which is like, to me, the, the dumbest thing on the George planet. George Washington's next. He's coming up. Don't worry. To me, yeah. that's freaking absurd. Yeah, so, but, but, but well, whose fault is the whole cancel culture? So what's this whole cancel culture deal? I, I mean, How did I don't it start? Know, 
who how did it start uh, how, cancel how are we culture? here how, how is it that everybody keeps like hey you said this you're canceled hey you said this you're canceled he just brought up the two percent i can't talk about exactly okay see well <laughs> so the level of sensitivity is at the highest it's ever been we are so sensitive because we're all about feelings mm -hmm. and we're all about how you feeling Right. Oh my, did we offend you? Did we say something that upset? Amen and all women. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all of that. It's so like, did you hear about the thing yesterday with flag? That you can, in D.C., you can't have a, a flag above certain size to hang outside your house. And they're saying, well, you, it's offensive to some people. So they're making yeah. a flag side. Which flag? U.S. flag. Excuse me? You didn't hear about this yesterday? Go search it. You're going to crack up. In America? Oh, in America. The, and it's in court. They're talking and the people are agreeing. You can't have a certain size, size flag, flag to hang outside because it's too much in people's face. Of too the much America? Flag. Too much America. Well, I'm sorry, but you know, it's, why don't it's, they leave? It, it started with this woke yeah. culture. Unfortunately, it's... And, and, no and look, to a certain, to to a certain extent, there are some merits in it. Like, if you're a Native American and you're looking at the Washington Redskins and you're like, yo, I'm like, they're straight up, like, okay, so they're, they're calling me a Redskin... Like that's like that's like they had a team called like the uh, Washington Brownskins, and it was a picture of an Iranian guy. You'd be like, I'm a little offended here, what? a little okay. bit. Okay, Maybe I am brownskinned. Okay, cool. But I like it. I like it too. You yeah. look, especially after Hawaii, you I were like, tan as hell. Okay, I'm like sorry. Should, should I leave? Yeah. No. <laughs> but I'm just I'm, <laughs> all this hot romance here going on. <laughs> But you can't change the past, but you can learn from it. And I think cancel culture is a very slippery slope. I think Bill Maher had a great point that, like, everyone's cancelable these days because everyone has a social media profile. So everyone's, you know, out there. So anything you do, anything you say is potentially cancelable. Cancel. Cancel that guy. Write him off. Cut the show. Can't That's it. Yeah, it's, it. It's like at it, what point do you have just the freedom of expression, brother, of freedom of thought? it's going to backfire like it's backfiring on Cuomo. The, the, you have to understand, if you go through it the way some are going through it, the backfiring is going to come. Mm -hmm. the, you're going to pay a price if you go that way. It's going to come. You can't just go thinking you can bully everybody. People behind closed doors sit there and plan things that uh, may take 20 to 30 years for it to become a reality. You don't want those types of people. They're giving birth to a lot of people that are going to be thinking what they're going to be doing 20, 30 years from now. And, 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 and. You're giving birth to a lot of true believers today by pissing them off, by taking their voice away. You don't take a voice away from somebody. It irritates them in a different way. Not in this country. It's a country. different freedom you take away. Well, they're kind of doing it right now, but let's talk about Brazil. Brazil, okay? Uh -huh. Brazil oil industry shakeup could be devastating for its economy. Following the out, uh, ousting of the CEO uh, of Brazil's state-controlled oil groups, by President Bolsonaro earlier this Bolsonaro. week. Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. Okay? Uh, earlier this week, experts fear what greater intervention might do to the country. Following the change in leadership, some stocks plummeted, losing 20% of their value Monday, around $13 billion. This also had a negative effect on Brazil's currency, which decreased in value by 2%. What are your thoughts on what's going on in Brazil? So in 1964, the United States funded and financed a coup. And that military regime uh, was around until 1985. That was it was almost two decades before they had an election, an elected president. Uh, Bolsonaro happens to have been a member of the military regime back then. So it is a very slippery slope in 
a, a country that has been devastated by the virus to try and swing the pendulum back to another military regime. And that is why four members of the board of directors of Petrobras stepped down in protest when he instated a general who knows nothing about energy as its CEO. These are not the kind of things that you want to read. It's, it's why they call emerging economies, emerging markets, emerging, because they don't do things that developed economies would. Mm. And But Brazil is a big damn economy. It's the biggest economy in Latin America, and you don't want to see this happen at all. You don't want nationalism. You don't want these types of trends to start because they can be contagious from one country to another. We've seen, we've seen this in the past. And again, we were talking about the economic reliance on China. So you start lining up the dominoes, and this is this. So hopefully somebody in the CIA is wise to what's happening down there because this is not the way we want for it to go. In 1964, the United States was financing the coup. Who knows who's behind what's happening now? But this is not, not a good direction. Uh, uh, 64, was it JFK or was it uh, Lyndon who funded the Lyndon. coup? Lyndon funded the coup. And what? Kissinger came out at... A few years afterwards, Kissinger came out and said, we know that they were killing off dissidents. It wasn't anything like Chile where they killed a ton of people. But there were, there were many, many dissidents speaking of suppressing free speech. Bad things happen. And they tortured their own people. They killed their own people. They exiled. If you were exiled, you, you had a, that was a good verdict. But... You don't want to see these developments. So what's next? If this continues, what happens to Brazil? Who do they become? Are they like the next Venezuela, like Adam said yesterday? That is a risk. You don't want to see that. I know you have a soft spot for South America. You lived in Venezuela. You know, you got a great Spanish accent. Um, I'd love to love to hear more Spanish on the show. We have we got some Colombians and Venezuelans and Mexicans in the house. Not that Mexicans, but. Brazil's the powerhouse in South America, right? I mean, for sure. Not even a question. And, you know, being here in South Florida, we have an influx of Venezuelans. Yes, you do. Bananas. There's Brazilians here. Argent- I mean, Argentina's a mess. I guess just give me your economic synopsis on what's happening in South America, how that affects us here in America, because we have our own issues to freaking deal with. And the last part of that is how big a, on the shit show level is Brazil right now? Like... Well, overall I mean, economics. This South is America. this is kind of the first shot across the bow. So, the person who used to run Petrobras, who was ousted, was a University of Chicago educated economist who believed in free markets, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the direction that South America was taking. Looking at the example of Venezuela and saying, "We don't want to go there." Uh-uh. Uh uh so this is not something that you want to see, but at the root is income inequality and terrible income inequality. In the favelas, it's insane in Brazil. Oh, yeah? my gosh. Yeah, yes. And that is where a lot of the COVID deaths occurred. Wow. So um, we're seeing similar situations play out in Peru, Mexico, and in the United States. Income inequality is an economic phenomenon that that will come back and kill capitalism so i i know three things about this guy bolsonaro uh and obviously there's we're learning more about him i number i know number one they called him the brazilian trump mm-hmm. right uh he would refuse to wear a mask mm-hmm. and then he got covid mm-hmm. and then you see all these images of like burning the amazon 
in Brazil and him sort of not giving an F of what's going on there. So he seems just completely narcissistic. Yeah, I don't I don't know the word. Self-centered? I, is that what's your take on on this guy Bolsonaro? I think that power corrupts absolutely. And we're mm. seeing an example of that. But again, you have to remember his roots. His roots were in that military regime. Gotcha. That we do not want to see Brazil go back to because you don't want to have economies that are susceptible to becoming future allies of China. And it all, I mean, I'm sorry, but all roads lead back to Beijing. Wow. And it, it's, it's, it's an economic matter. And you, you care who butters your bread. That's it. So, so is China using the playbook that U.S. has used for decades, Bingo. and now they're doing ding, it themselves? Ding, 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 so ding, they're ding, they're ding. they're internally funding coups, and they're taking over. I mean, you got that's a that's an interesting meddling dynamic. in elections. Ooh, you're saying they are they are just, but they're saying, hey, we learned it from you. Thank you. You know, we learned it from you. You taught us how to do this, and we think it's a great strategy. We're just going to do it better than you because during during the Industrial Revolution in the United States, we trashed our environment in order to build out our, our companies, in order to build out our industrial sector. Mm-hmm. And what have they done? They've trashed their economy and they've built out their industrial sector. Trashed their environment in China. Environment, sorry, yes. What is the current state of China and the environment and the smog and the smoke and the emissions why don't we go and visit? everything? Why don't we go visit? I'm not gonna go. Yeah, why don't we go no. for a week? We go me, you, Value and Rudy Giuliani, the three trend. of us. Yay. Why don't we go visit, <laughs> we take me, you, Mario, Sam, Paul, Kai. Yeah, just a squad. And mysteriously, we all disappear and yeah. never come yeah. back. <laughs> what happened to Valuetainment? I have no idea. Where VT go? Yeah. Value China, Value Chinomics, yeah. Chinomics, Value Chinomics. No, that wouldn't go, right? But we go visit. I think it's the best thing to do. We go find out how it is. I wonder what would happen if I, we went. I actually would have you a, feel safe? Would you feel safe going to China right now for a week? To Macau? Yeah, we go to Macau. Hong Fine. Kong? I'd go to Hong Kong. Not that that's mainland China. I'd go to Hong Kong. Have you not no watched the news lately? Well, you know, it's 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 becoming more mainland. But would you go to Macau? We go one one week. We stay at the best hotel at Macau. Look at the win. Would you go? Who's funding this trip? I would fund the trip. All right, I'm in. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's all Salve you needed vale. to hear. Some. <laughs> but would you go if I funded it? Would you go? I mean, if you felt comfortable, if we felt comfortable, I'm not like I would never go there. I'm not, I'm not against I, China know, or the know, people of China. You know I'm against the, best thing about the that government. Is when you go in, you're macho. 23 hours, 22 hours, 21 hours, three hours, two yeah. hours, one hours, border, and then we're landing, and you're getting out. Yeah. And you look at Adam's face. Adam's got the mask on. He's got I the Huawei went, hat on. I just went from an eight, <laughs> the eight and a half to, to a three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. should be classic. I'd be Xanaxed out on a, on a flight to, <laughs> to China. I mean, any flights that, that long. Hey, if you're, if you're watching this, if you're watching this, if you had a chance right now, would you feel safe going to China today? Would you feel safe go, Would you feel safe going to China today? You would? Kai? Uh, I'd, I'd be careful. You would be. Yeah, but look at Kai. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm Norwegian, though. If I, if I went there... You I'd would be, be okay. Norwegian. Kai is like prime for a kidnapping. Get this little kid over here. He it's just like, is not. I don't, I don't, I'm not even holding this guy ransom. Just get over here. Get in the car, guy. I don't know. Would you guys right. go into uh, to China? Eric, would you go? I think you would go. I mean, if we could have been stationed there. I'm not a big fan of counterintelligence, counterintelligence threat countries. So I don't like to be followed. I don't like to go to a hotel and know that there's cameras. There you which go. China, Russia. There's gonna yeah, be this cameras. guy lived in Russia yeah. for four years, though. 
So did you you lived in Russia for four years? No, one year. One, one year. year. And it's counterintelligence. So if you go, yeah. So if you're talking in your room, you just have to know everybody's listening yeah. to you. We're getting we're getting sprayed with nose. No, 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 no. no. It's but like then a hose. Mustafa said yes. Yeah. Alex said yes. You got to see. I wouldn't Mohammed even. I wouldn't Afshar even. Said yes. Volvo. I mean, they're listening in your Volvo. By the way, I mean, all Middle Eastern yeah. names said yes. <laughs> well, not just Middle Easterns. Uh, Whiskey our fr- Pete. Our said, friend Michael says, as a black man, hell no. I don't know what like what that has to do with this thing. Timo, yes for China, I would go. A uh, bunch of other people are saying uh, uh, no. Here's the question for you, PBD. <laughs> yeah. The founder of Valuetainment yeah. from Iran speaks out against. China, country you're more likely to visit sooner, you know, soon, next country. Iran or China? China or Iran? That's a good question. I would visit both. But that, I, that, that, that's a deflective answer. Which yeah. Country you will set foot in first. If you're betting, betting man, roll the dice. Red for China, I, I, black I, for Iraq. I, I couldn't tell you, but I, I don't know. Probably China over Iran. I don't know. You, you, yeah, because it's more likely you would travel there. Like I would, uh, I would travel to both. But what, I, what's more likely you wouldn't be seen again in uh, those two countries? That was the question. Yeah, you read my mind. Well, not seen again. I think you would see me again in Iran, but they may keep me in Iran. Yeah. China, you may never see me again. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I would play hide and go seek, and I'd win for sixty years. <laughs> Pass you, winning, guy. You and Jack Ma <laughs> ha- hanging out. Hashtag winning. I would have a uh, six-day presentation. So let us tell you moving forward what you have to say about China. But yeah. can you imagine, like you're in your suite in China, you're staying at a nice hotel in China, and you know you're being recorded. So you say, "What a wonderful country yes. China is! Don't they just have the greatest system in the world? I love how we were treated." The food, incredible, yes. incredible. The best. You know, so you just you're sitting there, you're building them up, and then you tease them, you tease them and confuse them a little bit. So what should we do with the petroleum that we brought here? You know, the nuclear, and, and you you, you kind of tease them and they're listening to you, right? What should we do with this? Should I've we got, leave it? let's I've, leave it in this room? I've got the uranium in the in yeah, the hotel safe. Yeah, the, the uranium. <laughs> let's leave it here before we leave. Have you ever been to China ever? No, I have not. And would you ever go? Uh, well, all four of my children take Mandarin, so I've always said that I'll go. Take Mandarin? Oh, well, well, if you can't beat them, join them. Wow. They're not going to They're not going to invite them in, but at least you can understand them. You won't teach your kids Mandarin? My future First, we kids. need to make him have kids. Yes. So we got to find him a woman. There so. might be a kid that's speaking Spanish somewhere in Costa Rica. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. That, that had some fun there. <laughs> okay, that was... Okay. That, that, what? what? You're, the only person, you're the only person that's allowed to visit South America? Where does that come you're from? You're the only this South... This come back my, and my, haunt you when you run for governor. My question, though, is he 20? Is he 10? <laughs> that, that's where the confusion is. Uh, <laughs> probably, he, would, he, he or she would be about uh, 11 years old now. But uh, who's counting? Oh, so you were 30, 30 when you were uh, 29? Right, right around 29, 30, yeah. Yeah. Bachelor parties. <sighs> Fell in is. love. Fell in love. For a week. For a day. There you go. Okay. How about... How what? About- Danielle, you're the only person allowed to visit South America? What's going on here? With the stripper. Right. <laughs> so I'm buy you a drink. That's okay. when that song was popping. Which one? I'm going to buy you a oh, drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the- <laughs> Do you know who okay. T-Pain is? I'm afraid I don't. T-Pain? Oh, my. You and I both. Okay. So let, let's, let's, let's do Tesla. Let's yes. do te- I, do want, I do want to hit let's the story with Tesla. Tesla, Tesla to launch full self-driving car uh, subscription within four months. Elon Musk says that Tesla will launch it. It's full service. 
uh, in the next three to four months, the automaker is set to launch the option for full self-driving package, which costs $10,000 at the purchase of a new Tesla vehicle. Here's what you get with the package. Navigate on autopilot, auto lane change, auto park, summon, full self-driving computer, traffic light and stop light control, stop sign control. Tesla also plans for the package to eventually lead to full self-driving capability, but the automaker has already missed a few timelines on that front, and even if it achieved it, the release will be dependent on regulatory approval, which is market-specific. Yeah, okay, that package is missing the driver. Just saying. <laughs> so what do you think? Because I, 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 I mean, know you're, you're an Uber guy. Yeah. So I, this, Tesla comes out with something like this, would you buy it? Is this, is this true you don't drive a car? I no. Don't, no. No, I don't. But that's a I good thing for America. I haven't it's, had a car in 10 years. It's 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 actually, the world is a safer place yes. without Adam driving. The sidewalks yes. of Boca Raton are safe. Yes. Okay. My, well, my bicycle is pretty rad, dude. Oh, my God. Um, Did you say tricycle? Is it really, though? You have one bicycle. of those. I have a bike. Do you, you have a real nice bike, or you got one of those, like, uh, It's a beach cruiser. I'm, I'm not, I'm just taking my time. I'm, you know, it's good for South Beach. I'm not trying to win a marathon here. But back to Tesla. This wow! Is so much fun, Danielle. Imagine if we had some wine here. This, I feel like we do that late night, one night. Um, wow! Like this is happening. We, like I remember seeing, you know, test drive. You know, have you seen the you know the cars with the sign on it? Like the Jetsons. Not well, that too. But <laughs> you would see driverless. It would have a sign on it, driverless car. Like you know, just be careful. Like we're out here, and it's happening. Like there's full on driverless cars now. So like. You, for instance, you joked about it earlier. Imagine you buy a Tesla. You're Pat. You got Zoom calls. You're doing interviews. You got, you're doing dream team meetings. And you're not even having to look at the road. This is pretty impressive stuff. This is like where we're at right now in, a, in, in life right now in 2021 is that you just get behind a if, wheel of a if, Tesla if and they, get to where you're if going. If there was a full-on self-driving car that all you do is sit, put the address, it goes to it, would you buy it? I, I mean, or would you still stick to Uber? Like, would you buy it? Would you buy a self-driving car? You don't do the driving. It's purely automatic. The the thing with me is why I didn't have a car was because I lived in downtown Miami. And to get anywhere I was going, it's all within a Two miles. $5 Uber. Yeah. And half the time, quite frankly, I was going to South Beach and partying and drinking. And the last thing I needed to be doing was having a car. So... If you don't, and I've said this a million times, if you don't have a car payment and if you're not paying for insurance and you're not paying for gas and maintenance and flat tire and somebody hits your rear view mirror and you're driving a curve and next thing you don't even nail your, like, you can save a lot of money. And I've saved a lot of money not having a, essentially a $10,000 expense for 10 years, putting that into the market. We knows what's happened in the market. Like, I've gone on on that. So for me, it's not about, oh, I don't want to actually drive. It's the, it's the financial component. But- for someone like you, who it's has kids, has a family, has to drive around, you're moving, you're grooving, yeah. and you're doing 10 different things all at once, I don't see a reason why you would not consider this. I would. I think if there's a self-driving car that takes me anywhere, the challenge is also I like driving, though. I enjoy driving. That's crazy. I, let me tell you what happened the other day. The other day, I missed having a stick shift. Like, I miss driving stick shift. Yeah. Like our friend Paul. Oh, I mean, you know, it's... Do you, is your stick shift or no? Yeah. What, which car is stick shift? The Challenger? No, it's not. Yeah. 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 Is, that a, is that an option? Like, you have an option to pick up stick shift? 
No, it's full manual. It's 100% manual. 100% manual. Oh, let me tell I you. Do not man. have I the love. option to drive it. Like, that does nothing for me. Oh, a stick shift car. It's like, so you want to do more work? Just to get where you're going, I need to like be reversing See, I like and neutral. Driving. I like driving. Okay. I like speed. But I think for business, I would absolutely buy one. If there's a self-driving car, luxury, say you have a nice yes. Escalade luxury self-driving car that's going to take me, I'm all What have I told up. you that you need a million times? A driver. A personal driver. Yeah. Uh, straight, now you have it built in and you don't got to pay the person. Well, it's you not fully. 10. It's not fully, fully. If, what's, if it, was what, a, what's it missing? It's If it's a fully... Yeah. Self-driving capability. I am all in. One of my cars will be a self-driving uh, car. Yeah, once the technology is proven, I'm all over it. I am, but I'm not going to be the guinea pig. Okay, so you're waiting. Yeah, you're so, kind of like uh, how no, you don't want to be the guinea pig with the vaccine. Let me ask you're you: waiting. Are you guys okay not driving? Yeah, you're okay. So you would be okay to just get into a machine and it takes you place and you're not driving? Absolutely. Not a fan. No, not I, mean, you? I, I would want the option still to drive, but yeah, seventy-five uh, percent of the time I don't want to drive. Eric, you too. I don't like driving. No. Uh, uh, Sam, do you like driving? No more than an hour. Sam loves. Kai, Sam. what do you think? So I think there's two components. Obviously, initially, if if all the cars are digital and driving by themselves, I feel a lot safer. If you have people like Sam driving and your car is peacefully driving. Uh, self-driving, then that point. could be an issue there. If I'm driving 100 miles an hour, I'm good. Then I, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, but then also, there's, there's a second hour. component, though. There's a second Only component, and that is with, with cars. And think of how you would change driving if you don't have to change, if you don't have to drive there. Say you have, like, a desk in the back where you can do something productive and still show up where you want to go. Uh, then you don't have the component of travel time because that could then be incorporated into doing whatever you're doing oh, anyways. So essentially how we move around would completely change in that case because now a four-hour drive is you watching a movie for four hours and you get up, you get out of the car and you're somewhere else. Or you've got Wi-Fi and you're working. And exactly. You've got your laptop going. In and my opinion, your, your um, little narrative there about like, I love driving is going to be, you know, a few decades from now, the equivalent of someone saying, Oh, I just love horseback riding. I love it. I, lo I got a horse. I, I love it. It's so my favorite. Fun. Like, I think that's where we're going. Like, there's eventually. You are so funny. There's going to be, every car is going to be driving. Like, it's going to limit accidents. Uh, it will mitigate, it will mitigate traffic. All that. Everyone's going to be on the same page and you can just do what you want to do. That, okay. That, that driver who's driving slow in the fast lane, that, uh, that won't exist. That's wow. every day to work. Florida Pat. people, I don't understand. Slower drivers. Why are semis right driving lane? in the far left lane? Like, I don't get it. But you're in the Wild West here. You're in Florida. No, no. By the way, honestly, no joke. Terrible drivers here. Well, I don't know what they're doing. Like, Terrible. Why, there's, why there's, are you driving 60 in the far left lane? There's... You know, uh, you know uh, who I put at the top? California, Texas, or da uh, or uh, or uh, Atlanta's, Florida? Atlanta's bad. Oh, Florida's best drivers? Say, no, best drivers. Oh, New York. And, uh, California, best drivers. California, Texas, or Florida? Who are the oh, best drivers? California. Texas. I say California. Really? Yeah. Hands down. Florida's the worst? Hands down. Well, we got 80-year-olds. We got people who just showed up in this country, like, out of nowhere, and they, they don't know what's going on. You got tourists. You got Europeans. Why are you talking? Why They're you, driving why on you, the other side of the story. What is your prejudice with people that show up out of another Nothing. country? Nothing. I like, I like your, your tan, brown skin. You look great. Are you kidding me? I did great on you. But here's the question to, for you, Pat, because I know we're going to wrap up here. Seriously, how many tickets, accidents, incidents have you been in in the last handful of years? And how many cops say, oh, Mr. Bet David, good to see you again? How often does that happen? That's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. Okay. So imagine if that was zero. But I get a chance to meet a cop and we talk. And we Forget have a good that. Conversation <laughs> it's a relationship I'm good. 
How you doing, officer? How's your family? Good. Show of hands. Adam, it's called networking. Show of hands. Patrick's future in politics. Yes. Okay. If I'm driving. How do you spin something like no, that? Yeah, I'm good. But I got to meet a great guy. I like having a neutral relationship with cops. I don't want to talk to you. You don't need to talk I, to I me. I'm not going to hate on you. We just need you to have a, a non-neutral relationship yes. with a woman who can procreate. I have Cop a lot of me over. non-neutral Please. relationships Cop with women. I just me over. kids. He caught me <laughs> racing in a Z06, and I was racing a motorcycle. Oops. Okay? Yeah. Last so I'm week. On the, and by the way, Jennifer's in my car. So I'm on the left. He's over here. Okay, yeah. the bike. And I said, you want to go? He said, let's go. And I'm in Victorville out of all the places. So I'm thinking, no cops. I'm going to be safe. So he says, ready? He says, let's go. We go. Takes off. I'm going 135 miles an hour. Cop pulls me over. I'm like, get that. This is like reckless driving at yeah. the highest level. <laughs> You're he going pulls to jail. Me over. Jennifer's like, I told, babe, I told you. I told you. Babe. And <laughs> no. she, so cop comes up. I said, he says, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, yeah, because I beat you. You couldn't touch <laughs> He starts cracking up. He starts laughing. I said, I said, I beat you. You couldn't care. The only reason you caught me is because of red light. So what the hell is the matter with you? He says, you realize that's reckless travel. And I said, listen, can you let me go? I don't do this often. He says, based on your record, you do. I said, just yeah, let me go. Exactly. He, let me, he says, you know what? Forget about it. You're the craziest guy I've met. Go. Just he let you go? He didn't give me a ticket. No, that's insane. Well, no yeah. Officer that's Jones, insane. wherever you are, shout out to you in yeah. Victor World. You're amazing. No, now I got to no, tell you. you Jones, come out to Florida. But by, you the way, this. by the way, <laughs> by the way, Z06, Z06 going up against the bike. Guess what the bike did? Destroyed the Z06. What Des kind of bike? That's a Jigzer. Destroyed the Z06. Destroyed the Z06. You want to know where I'm at with this? I have zero clue what a Z06 is, a Jigzer, nothing. Yeah. My Uber would have my Uber would have become in last place. Though. Okay. Do you note, know, can I ask you a question? Note to Adam. Yes, ma'am. Women like men who understand cars. Okay. So All start right. start studying. That's true. But he knows he knows bicycles. Whoa, oh, God. He, get, That's hot. Get on, get, get on my handlebars, <laughs> baby. Who needs wine when you've got bicycles? Hope you got a big trunk. I'm going to stick my but, bike but, in it. But, but <laughs> what, what, Did what? you just say that out loud? That's a, that's a 40-year-old virgin reference. Uh, the That's movie. Like, by the way, so yeah. you and Cuomo wouldn't be too far off if you were his age. That's my guy. You may as well call you Adam Cuomo, you know? <laughs> well, so. Let's not start that. Let's just stick with the soy boy. Right. Okay, here's a trivia question for you. Uh -oh. I'm, I'm with Pat. We're, we show up, L.A., we land, L.A.X., boom. We get a car. It's waiting there for this guy. Like, the prince just arrived. We show up, Bentley, sitting there. Me, you, and Tico. Oh, yeah. Boom, we're hanging. All right, I'm in, I'm in, he's like, Adam, welcome to my world, right? You know, I'm like, all right, I'm in L.A. I'm on the 405. Way, brand new, maybe a couple hundred miles on this Bentley. $400,000 new Bentley. Sick. Pat's driving. Get, Danny Majid, thank you, Danny. Thank Go you, ahead. Danny. Pat says, let's, let's test this bad boy out. How fast? This is the 405? Is that the? 405. This is the freeway. But it's this COVID that, 405. Okay, whatever that means. That means uh, that there's not a lot of traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there was traffic galore. But, okay. Go there ahead. Was. Tell your story. We're, I don't want to mess this up. Tell your Go point. Ahead. What's your point? Pat starts driving, pushes the Bentley. How fast? But wait, I asked you a question first. He goes, what's the fastest you've ever been? I gone? said, what's the fastest you've ever been in a car? Yeah. That's courtesy. Yeah. I, don't I give you the courtesy. Yeah. And then you said what? I'm like maybe 105, maybe. I don't know, 110. I, I know, said, how about 100. we make history together? Yes, yeah. Then I, I asked the question. He said, sure. So you gave permission for us to make history yes. together, and yes. then what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, there was consent there. It I'm was like consent. Cuomo. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Adam, yes. how many times have you said that to a woman? Let's yes. make history. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. How fast, Danielle, do you think Mr. Bet David 
took the penalty on the 405. A buck 40. A buck 40? You took the under. Uh, can I reveal or do you want to? Just so you know, for all the officers that are listening to this, yeah. this is pure speculation. Okay. He's assuming this is where we went, but so, go ahead. Tell him what you game. saw. He hit 150, 155. I was close. And that wasn't enough for him, Danielle. So he said, let's do it again. The remix, we hit 165, we did it yeah. 165 miles per hour. What did it feel like? It though? felt like we were driving 70. What? I can't I drive say, 165. It, fe- it felt like we were going <laughs> 70. We were passing cars in the freeway as if you're going 100 miles an hour and they're parked. 165 miles per hour. So now you know. When I say, Pat, maybe you need a driver. Pat, maybe you need a yeah. you need you need to call our, our good friend, friend of the show, Elon Musk, and maybe you we know work out a deal with a driverless car. And maybe what do, do I that. drive today? I drive a, a Shelby. big ass Shelby truck yeah. that I go around if I hit curbs and you feel yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but your your rear view mirror, your side view mirror. Somebody hit it. I Someone wasn't in the you. car. Okay. Somebody hit it and ran ah. off. I chased him yeah. down, but what it was too late. When somebody hit your tire. The guy hits my tire. Yeah. Do you remember the picture of that car? What happened that they hit my tire on a turn? They oh, yeah, accidentally yeah, yeah. hit my, their entire side was trashed. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the hell happened to the car? Nothing. <laughs> Just scratches on the tire. The, the Shelby truck <laughs> destroyed the I'm car. Do you, know cra- you know what a Shelby is? Yes. Because well, women like uh, guys who know about cars. I don't I've know if heard. you know about that. I heard I heard a thing or two. But we, go to, we go to. Um, and then you got the, the SUV. And then you messed up the tire oh, the first day. I bought the Escalade. First time I drive it, I, I tore the tire. I, I, first time. First time. Yeah. 10 miles. Car, uh, Pat's the curb. A, a, well, first of all, here when you drive, it's very, if you think about it, when you're driving trucks, it's not a good idea to drive trucks. Every time I no. come up, I'm like, you know what? I'm, every time I'm hitting the side. But can, can we avoid talking about my, my uh, uh, driving abilities and speed limits? Well, Adam gonna, does I'm gonna, seem gonna, to be a bit fascinated. Are you making a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a point here about your it. Shelby. There's a point. We, 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 there's a okay. point. Hit it. Got it. Hit it. Danielle, what do you we drive, by the way? I drive a big-ass Escalade. Big-ass Escalade. It's the right one to drive. A B-A-E. Um, we, go to, we go to lunch, and this is in uh, Miami, and we, we leave the car. It's raining. We drop the cars off. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Pat says, uh, we drop the kids off. I said, all right, let me, t- let, me, let me go deal with the valet. Let me jump out. It's raining. All right, we go to the restaurant. The valet guy, I don't know nothing about cars. It's like, Dude! The Shelby, what's up? I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, buddy. Take the keys of the truck. We come back out. He goes, I got to tell you. This is the valet guy. He goes, I drive Lamborghinis. I drive Ferraris. But the Shelby, my number one vehicle. I was like, really? The truck? But this Shelby, I guess, is a big deal. Man, a man, even man went, knows his engines. We even went into uh, Prestige Auto looking at ridiculous yeah. cars down in Miami and the guy was super impressed with the this Shelby. This is Pagani's and Bugatti's. Yes. We were looking at real cars. Yes, and, yeah. cars, cars, cars. Yeah. But the Shelby was like the talk. They only down. make 500 of them. Yeah. They don't make that many of them. So, you know, 770 horsepower. You know, yeah. They have cars for dummies. It's like a whole book you can read. To just, yeah, I know. And you can procreate. <laughs> so is so my, the road to procreation yes, goes through. Yes. My, my question to you, Danielle, is... <laughs> He's gonna um, make history. Is 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 and my ability to procreate? What happened to today's podcast? Tied to the ability to uh, to have a car payment? Is that what's going on? No, 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 no. You've got to yeah. you, you've money. You, you know. have this is not money. Here, 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 here's your future yes. line. I buy my cars cash. Okay, you could. I could do that. You could. Okay. If you were to buy one, would you or would you still do a Range Rover deal or maybe that E three E five hundred you saw, like an E class? I, I did like a nice Mercedes E class Mercedes. Yeah. That could be dope. Go for the V twelve. Fifty grand. What? V12? Yeah. 
Go for okay. it. I don't see you as a Lexus guy. Don't do Lexus. That's for you girls. Know, you know what's crazy? Is I actually bought my ex a Lexus. That's the only car. That around. rhymes, actually. Yeah. I feel like Adam's a Tesla kind of guy. You think Adam's a Tesla kind of guy? Yeah, I feel like driverless. By the way, by the way, I actually see him as a Tesla guy. It's got style. It's got. You know what else I really see him in? No joke. No joke. I see him in a nice 911. Oh yeah. I see him in a night. I think what's a 911? Oh my gosh! Ford Focus 911. I love a Ford Focus 911. Did you really say you don't know? Honestly, you don't know what a 911 is. Oh my gosh! This is not. Is it a Porsche? Ladies, I almost said you're never going to get laid. I almost podcast. said that. Skip today's podcast. Okay. What's a 911? Listen. Okay. You want to talk about getting laid? Let me tell you something. 911? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make history. He's going to make history. Okay. He does every weekend. I, when I would live in South when I live Beware in South Miami Beach, this weekend. Yes. When I live in South <laughs> Beach, I had a sick apartment okay. in the Marquee. Okay? And... Um, <laughs> here it is. A loft. Amazing. Like... Uh, my friend called it uh, a, a bajo panty party, uh, a, ba a bajo panty, like a panty dropper apartment. So you go out in South Beach, you meet oh girls, whatever. Gosh. You take an Uber back to your place. They don't give two shits about what kind of car you drive there in your apartment. It's great. So that's my point. Like, you never have to sit, like. Bro, I'm just telling you. I, times have changed I don't is what think, I'm saying. I don't think anybody's disputing yes. your uh, 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 track record uh, with. How well of a prospector you are! We've all witnessed it. You know prospector. how how well you are. His approach is so great. This is Adam. He goes to place. Hey, ladies, I have some friends here. How are you? Good. Well, why don't you let me introduce you? Yeah. Basic looking, script he's I'm, got. He I, just goes for my friends here. Yeah. Except for Paul. I've not been the recipient of any of Adam's goodwill. Well, I think a a part part of, of, I've taken bullets, bombs. A part You're of that a non-wingman for good, Paul. I'm running mate. Oh my God. I tried to help Paul out. Stop. It's like you can't help the, the unhelpable. You can't help. The I tell you the one story I told about Paul. When I just moved to Dallas, we're going to a bar, and I have no clue where we're going. So who do I want to ask? Any nice local lady? Hey, ladies, like, are we on the right direction through the good part of town? Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, go that way. Those bars. Thank you, thank you. Cool, cool, cool. After one or two girls that we speak to, Paul's like, I have the GPS right here. Why do you like, keep asking all these girls? It was I'm literally like, like five I have feet the in front of us. Like, I, I just mentally couldn't deal with that. Like, we're not morons. <laughs> you know, these girls are like, this guy's a retarded. Like, it's just right the across GPS. the street. Like, why uh, do you keep asking these pretty girls for directions? I have the GPS. <laughs> like, what? what are you doing, bro? I, I don't like looking clueless, though, you know? Play dumb. Girls like uh, intelligent people, too. Yeah, that's working out well for you guys. Yeah, it does. I do fine. I do just fine. Okay. Shout out to all my ladies out there. <laughs> we, we're, we're thinking of He drives. Like, hey, here, you don't drive a car, and he drives a stick shift yes. car. Yeah. So he's, he's we got. We couldn't be further apart right now. Further apart. Zero car, stick shift. Put so in a lot of work. Forward, but yeah. technically don't. speaking, he knows how to drive. Yes, that's true. So, do you honestly, do you now know what a 911 is? I think it's a Porsche. Would you, would you? It is a Porsche. Yeah, I'm not a Porsche guy at all. Too small. I don't have think you it's sat a, in one? Have I ever been in a Porsche? Yeah. Have you driven one? No. How did we get here? By the way, clearly like this whole show I tell just you, got. I tell you, I think I think you would just go sit okay. in one one time. All right. Just go sit in one. But you know what? Why don't you rent a Porsche for a day? It's like five hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Just. Just to drive a Porsche? Just to get a feel on what it feels like. I see you in a Porsche just or Tesla. Just expense it to valuetainment. Yeah. Done. Don't, I, just don't see, I just don't see uh, Lex. By the way, last Good thing call. here. Barack Obama, Bruce Springsteen start a podcast. Yes. Together. Okay? 
a president and a rock star start a podcast. It's going to be called Renegades Born in the USA. It's part of a multi-year partnership with Spotify, Brock and Michelle Obama's production company, Higher Ground. Spotify's deal with Higher Ground announced June, in June of 2019 was one of its earlier big bets in the podcast industry. Earlier the same year, Spotify acquired podcast studio, Gimlet Media, da, 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 da. Okay, got it. So well, how do you think this is going to go with these guys starting a podcast together? By the way, somebody said Adam is officially a, a 9-4. I just want you to know that. Oh, wow. Adam also oh, just Adam. got $5 getting... for a Porsche 911. <laughs> yeah. Are you being serious? 100%. Yeah. You me, you me just that's a down payment. That's a down payment. Guys, $6,000 if you guys can put it up. putting a good name We just need 495 more for the rental. Just one day. That's right. We only need 495 for the rental, Vitality. Containers will support it, but Bruce Springsteen. We're going to start a GoFundMe for Adam. <laughs> can I get? Can I get from a eight point five to an eight point to a potential nine point two with nine the Porsche? Four. Oh uh, no, no, you pull yeah, up you in a what? Porsche. Nine four does not round up to ten. FYI, wow. nine. F you you pull up with a Porsche. You you're getting close to a dime. Absolutely. Wow, this yeah. is what's happening. Yes. So it's That's an emotional why men thing. buy Porsches, by wow. the way. Yes. So now. Barack Obama, Bruce Springsteen, how good is it going to do? Okay, number one, that's potentially going to be the number one podcast on the planet, Kay. other than ours, Kay. clearly, especially when we talk about uh, the, you know, the, the car 9 11 You have, you have um, I think there's two parts of this story here, and then I'm going to turn it over to the lovely Danielle DiMartino Booth. Renegades born in the USA. You don't think that's like a birther joke? Like, come on, Trump. Born in the USA, two-term president. really don't think they're going there. I think that's exactly where they're going. Number one, Bruce Springsteen's greatest hit is arguably Born in the USA. And Born in the USA, Springsteen one time, Trump was playing it. He said, I don't want you to play that song. Exactly. So take that There's down. a shot yeah. here at Trump, by the way. There's 100% a shot here at Trump. Oh, okay. that Trump, I see. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly okay. what I'm saying. Trump obviously rose to power through birtherism. On the birther. Yeah. On the birtherism thing. Born in the USA, renegades. So I think he's going right at Trump. And don't, don't think that yeah, obviously we talked about governors being competitive and to become president, you need to be competitive. I'm sure presidents are the most competitive. And if Trump and Obama are ever in a room together, you know Obama's going to be like, two terms, baby. Two terms. Born in the USA. Fist bump. I'm out. Drop the mic. You've seen Bob drop a mic the mic. I'm just thinking yeah. that's where he's at with that. That's do you what think, I think it's going to do good? Oh, gosh. I mean, who doesn't love Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> I'm sorry, is somebody else involved? This guy named uh, Barack Hussein Obama. Oh, sorry, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he'll be a nice accoutrement. He was a uh, former Oh, he's the, he's the side dish to Bruce Springs, Springsteen's main dish? By the way, who's going to have better stories? I think Obama's the, I mean, he's going to, I think Obama, you take off your politics hat, and, you know, maybe he inhales once or twice in his life. I don't know. You know, I'm speculating. Once or twice. That's what I'm saying. Like these days, it's not once or twice. Lets his hair down, maybe pff, puts a little afro sheen in that thing. I think he could have a great set of stories. I think it could be really fun. With so, the so then the question thing. becomes the following: what, Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw something out there for he, you. He had he, me at afro sheen. Wait, but we, but hear me out. Just so, let your soul so, so, glow. So, By the way, coming to America too is coming out this weekend. Speaking of soul glow and afro sheen. Okay. So, so, so renegades born in the USA, Obama yes. and Springsteen. Yes. Say a year from now, another podcast gets started. Yeah. Trump and Kid Rock. <laughs> Who wins? Wow, that would actually Trump be kind of dope. Trump and Kid Rock podcast or yeah. Obama and... You know what I'd love to I see? I see that. I would love Trump and Kid Rock or somebody like that to start a podcast. Kid Rock is pretty loud as well. So if they yeah. started it together and they have it to see how competitive these two podcasts are. Eminem. Well, Eminem hates uh, Trump. Trump. 
But, but, but Kid if, Rock, I think, is but a But if fan, Kid huh? Rock and Trump did it, Obama and Bruce do it, who wins? Mm. Actually, who wins? What do you think? I Which actually podcast? think Trump would win. You think Trump would win? I think, listen, as much as I'm not a fan of Trump, people are tuning in to this, uh, what that monster has More to say. More than Obama? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. I'd agree with because, Adam, but there's one reason why. Yeah. I think Trump would say more kind of outlandish yes. things, which is what you often want well, from a yeah. podcast. It's the, as shock, it's to the what, shock factor. What Obama would. Exactly. Why do you think you have me here? Listen. Um, to make Howard history, Stern, baby. Howard Stern said it and said it best. People that love Howard Stern listen for an hour. Why? Because they want to hear what he says next. People that hate Howard Stern listen for an hour and a half. Why? Because they want to hear what he has to say next. So, you know? You said it earlier in the show. Media ratings are down because Trump's not around. People want to hear what he has to say next. It's outlandish. It's ridiculous. It's divisive. It's racist. Whatever you want to call it. If it bleeds, they, it leads. They want to hear what it has to say. What Let Trump me tell has to you. Say. Let, do, do you think there's any chance he starts a podcast? I do you think, think there's? Kai, turn off your mic. Do you think there's any chance he starts a podcast? I think with Trump, there's a chance for anything. Okay. An insurrection, a podcast, yeah. who knows? It's all, it nice. would it's, all be... it's all on the cards. Okay. Epic. So that is the end of today's podcast. When is our next one's uh, next one, gang? When we're, is it? We're is back. it next next Tuesday? Tuesday? Okay. So next Tuesday we're back uh, on the podcast here. Danielle, it's been a pleasure having you. Great to be it's, here. It's uh, we are looking forward to the next time. I know you got some things you're doing here the next couple of days. Yeah. Adam's got an interview that's going to be coming out with, with Danielle yes. that should come out in the next week, so stay tuned for that. But everybody that tuned in, if you enjoyed it, smash that subscribe button and have a wonderful rest of your day and weekend. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.